The Hidden Grid, The Six World Chronicles, Episode 35, Maria Mercurial, Session 1, Part 1. Hey gang, well it's about time we get back to those fun modules, isn't it? This week, we're jumping in with a rock legend, Maria Mercurial. Does the gang have what it takes to deal with a street legend like this? We'll find out. This module was originally from Paul Hume, way back in 1989. Still going through those first edition modules, gang. Now, one thing about this episode, I totally screwed up Maria's last name for like, pretty much this entire episode, at least the first two sessions. Well, at least the first session. I did better the second session. If you have an issue with my pronunciations, sorry Trimmer. That's just how it rolls. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Hidden Grid, The Six World Chronicles. So, we are back for our usual current cast. How's everybody doing? Alright. Doing alright. Superb. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, we are currently not joined by Salmons this week, so uh, no Catherine, sorry. But hey, hopefully he'll make it next week. So, still the first week of April. Still kind of... Coming down from the shock of, oh, that fun, fun, fun times with our buddy Numitor. Bastard. Fucking <laughs> Numitor. Mm-hmm. But... a bad guy. Oh, no. Yes, he is. We're not even going to get into that right now. He's <laughs> just, he was just doing his job. That's all I'm saying. So, but life must go on, and for Shadowrunner... That means new business, which means, well, it's a day later, and I believe our good buddy James has a meeting with a contact of his. Oh, crap, I forgot. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I just happened to forget that, boss. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm quite aware. Mm -hmm. So, James, uh, Kyle wanted to meet with you later tonight, and he also requested you bring along a few friends, didn't he? Uh, yes. What? So, it's noonish now. You've got about six hours until the meet. Uh, he sent you instructions that he wanted to meet. I don't remember if I actually said something different last time, but I'm going ahead with this. Uh, that he wanted to meet you at a coffee shop he's running at the back room in. Okay. So, what do you want to do? Um... Well, for one, I'm gonna call Mr. Gray. Okay, Gray. Yes. Um, I just got updated details from uh, Kyle, and I just wanted to uh, let you know. And I didn't know if you had found anybody else who wanted to come along. Huh. Well, let me see if uh, Keiko is available, if she would be interested. But uh, other than that, 
Minus, what character are you playing today? I'm the orc. That's right. pretty sad that I have to ask what character I'm playing. No, no, it, it's it's a legitimate question. <laughs> well, that is kind of the reputation you have right now, Minus. Hopefully you like this dude. Yeah, he was pretty fun. Cool. Um, and I guess I'll see if Eva has anyone available. Uh, I think that work was available. We'll I'll see. Get in, I'll get in contact with Gartog. Okay, good. Because is, is it just me, or, or does anybody else want to say Gartog the Destroyer, Gartog the Mangler? Is it just me? No. No. Okay. Well, yes, yes, it is just you. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. Um. Continue. Okay. Um, I will look over to Keiko. Keiko's, so how you in the, Keiko's in the middle of the living room, currently meditating on a rug. Okay. Hey, uh, Keiko. Hmm? So, uh, I have a very important question for you. Are you in on this running life? Or do you want to return to your old life? She stops a minute and looks over at Gray. If I return to the old life, that means I leave here. And go back to flying in choppers and picking up bodies off the ground. It also means you'll be safe. Well, safer. I don't know if safer is the term for that. You know how many times the chopper got shot at? Yeah, but this is key that you'll get shot at. They've already tried blowing me up once. I have a job. Uh, well, it seems like there's going to be a job uh, sometime soon. Would you be interested? Are you going? I plan to. I'll go with you. Alright. Then we will make our merry way over there in my Ford Americar. Nice. I'm so American. I'm like Obama. <laughs> oh, you had to okay. do that, didn't you? We're not, no, no, we're wow. not going there. Wow. Oh, what? my God. Wow. Oh, He's American. <laughs> we're not having this debate right now. Anyway, uh, Kiko grabs her bag and walks out to the car with Gray. Nice. Okay, cool. So you guys are heading over, so you're just going to hang out until the meeting starts, essentially? Or are you yep. guys heading to James' place first? Uh, Did James want us to meet at his place or at the meeting place? Or where... Yeah, James. Right. Where did where did you want to meet? Then to meet. It's this is your ballpark. I'm trying to debate. I'm just gonna say the meat place. Okay. No need to go all the way to one place to have to then go to the other. Well, I mean, you know, it's Depends not too far away. But okay. All right, we'll go cool. to the meat. So you guys are heading to the meat place. All right. And what about Gartog, James? You giving him a call? Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna hang up on. Mr. Gray, text him the information, and then I am going to call Gartog. 
Okay. Erta, you're hanging out in your apartment, working on a module or something or another, and your comm starts buzzing. It's your uh, nearby neighbor. Hello? Hey, Gartog, it's James here. Uh, just checking to see whether or not you're in for the uh, run uh, this week. Uh, yeah, I'll be at the meet. All right, I'll send you the details, um, and we're going to meet there. Okay. And with that, James uh, hangs up mm-hmm. um, and then sends him the details. Cool. Okay, so we're going to fast forward then to the meet. Or does anybody have anything they want to do first? Nope. Ante's going to enchant some daggers. Last time I I passed up on this opportunity, I got royally screwed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Somebody learned their lesson. Okay. Just give me the uh, the numbers, and I'll roll against them. Okay. So. Okay. So meanwhile, you guys are heading to the meet. Um. So the place that Kyle uh, James contact picked is this little coffee shop. Uh, it's nothing too fancy. It's kind of one of those places that is literally just called the coffee shop. You know, kind of one of those, we don't want to be part of a major chain, but we're too lazy to think of something original to call ourselves type of place. Which, you know, serves for certain people like Kyle to help not draw attention to it whatsoever. It's nice, it's quaint, it's got a little kind of, you know, espresso bar here and... A few students uh, here and there just kind of hanging out. And as soon as you get in, though, uh, there's a kind of large man in a suit standing in the back of the uh, coffee shop, just kind of eyeing anybody who comes in. As soon as he spots any of you, he kind of points towards the back door. All right, I'll head over to the back door. Meaning uh, Kiko. Unless Kiko okay. doesn't want to come. Kiko stops and gets a coffee before she goes any further. <laughs> okay. It is all soy coffee here. It's nothing fancy and nothing real. Oh. But Never mind got, then. If it's got, not real coffee, fuck it. She's not doing it. Like I said, this is a no-thrills place. The best you're going to get is a cup of soy coffee with a nice shot of a chemically generated caffeine. Delicious. Ew. Hey, chatter on time. That's normal. Ew. Oh, thank you. Yeah, she's she's walking with Gray. <laughs> Miss Big Shot uh, ambulance uh, person. I am, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Alright, so uh, you guys come in. Um, in here is kind of a small sitting room. There's a sofa lounger uh, table with a few magazines, a few uh, quick slots for virtual flyers, that type of thing. Uh, you see a man in kind of the back room there. Uh, you could see through blinds, uh, walking back and forth, talking into the air, uh, probably com- talking on a comm link. Okay, and hey, since you've got my numbers real fast, let me go ahead and roll those for you. Yes, so then I can finish up the potency and stuff. Okay, so for the death touch, uh, one success on that one. Okay. So potency three. 
Oh. Well, those are just the force I did okay. that, so... Okay, uh, I've still got shatter... Okay, for the shatter, uh, two successes. And for the heal, two successes. All right, thanks. So, cool. Alright, um... So, you guys kind of hang out for a little bit. Uh, the fresh aroma of soy coffee coming into the uh, back room is just that appetizing, you know? So, next to arrive is Gartok. And it places, as I described earlier, there's a extra person or here and two now by the time you get in. And you see the guy in the back kind of point towards the back room. Gartok will get a soy coffee. Okay. The quote-unquote barista kind of smiles at you and uh, uh, says, hope you enjoy. Can I get you anything extra of that? Oh, that's it. Okay. Just hand you kind of a small cup. And you head back there. Uh, so when you arrive, you see uh, the tall uh, kind of elf you met the other night with James and a younger female version of him. Wow, and a lot of elves here, it seems. So the two of you see uh, a kind of kind of gangerous kind of looking uh, orc come in. Uh, kind of decked out in mostly orange colors. Red. Red? Yes. Red and right. crush. Sorry, I don't know why. I hear the word crush, and I think orange crush, and I think mm, delicious. This episode not brought to you by Orange Crush. Uh, can I roll for Seattle Gangs? Uh, sure. I'd like to. Loot! Three successes. Nice. Uh, yeah, you recognize someone who's clearly toting the t- uh, colors of the Crimson Crush. Uh, okay. From what you remember, they're like a pretty much all orc gang. Uh, they're not particularly like the worst gangs out there, mm-hmm. but they're definitely the type of pe- people who, if you're not part of their crew or not part of their neighborhood, and they meet you in the middle of the night, hope you don't get stabbed. Hope okay. really hard you don't get stabbed. Hope you don't get stabbed in a vital spot, more like. Yeah. Kiko's keeping a very close eye on him mm-hmm. and not really smiling in his direction. <laughs> make a, make just... a perception check for me. Yay! I love perception checks. Uh, let's see. Really? Two successes. Two successes? Okay. Yep. This guy actually seems kind of smaller than your uh, typical Crimson Crush guy. Like, he's big and beefy. He's an orc, after all. Right. But you almost want to say he's almost just the slightest bit nerdy. Which is really weird for a ganger. Okay. Definitely raise eyebrow in his direction, but yeah, Mm -hmm. still keeping a close eye on him. Okay. Alright, uh, just so listeners know, I'm rolling another roll for Entei. His uh, healing potion kind of washed with my roll. 
So re-rolling that four. Uh, no successes that time. Oh, thank God. <laughs> cool. So, all right. Um, so once you finally get your alchemical stuff kind of rolling uh, there, James, you venture the last one to show up. Uh, again, the kind of coffee shop is as I described. It's actually starting to get a nice crowd in here. It's about 5.50 now. And, you know, kind of an afternoon crowd is kind of coming in. It's They're grabbing drinks, getting some kind of cheap pastries here and there. Uh, as you come into the place, you recognize uh, Robert, uh, Kyle's uh, typical muscle man, standing in the back of the uh, room looking it over. When he spots you, he kind of points towards the uh, door he's standing next to. Okay, I'm going to head up to the door and walk in. Cool. So as you arrive uh, into the room, you see uh, Mr. Gray. Uh, that Who was that again? Kiko? That's right. Uh, both of them are kind of hanging out in there. And then you see our Gartog in there as well, uh, sipping on Soykov. Uh, the two other elves, though, are not touching theirs at all. You see Kyle in the back uh, talking on his uh, well, comlink, gesturing back and forth. Okay. Um, I am going to go and take a seat. Cool. Alright. Anybody want to do anything? You're just going to wait for Kyle. I'm just going to wait. Cool. Alright, so you guys kind of awkwardly just kind of sit there, not saying anything to anybody else in a weird kind of antisocial way. Gartok is uh, going to be browsing stuff through his comic. Cool. Um, Mm-hmm. Kiko's just keeping a close eye on this orc. She doesn't like... She knows that gang all too well. She's like, no. What the hell is he doing here? Nice. Can I roll perception to see if Gartog catches her staring at him? Yes, you may. Oh, please do. <laughs> and just roll stealth to see if you can if try to hide that you're uh, trying to, you know, stare at him. <laughs> or she may not want to hide. I don't know. Well, that's up to her. <laughs> Does Kiko have stealth? I do a perception test as well. Sure. What are you trying to check for? Just see, noticing that she's staring. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think Kiko has stealth. Honestly. Okay. Then do a raw agility minus two. Ah, uh, that's gonna be ass. <laughs> oh, I get to roll one dice. One well, I got dice. Three, got three successes. So. Uh, <laughs> that one die. <laughs> I got one success with my one die. So. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's gonna catch it. Three okay, successes. how three success? Okay, yeah, it's she's trying to try and make it not obvious, but it is totally obvious. She's like, like just just watching the orc and just watching everything he's doing. At that point, Gartog's gonna look up at her, give her a big old grin and a wink. Okay. <laughs> She, she, she looks over to Gray, and raises an eyebrow, and looks over towards the orc. Do you happen to to know this one? That one, not really. You do realize she's making googly eyes at him. (laughs) (laughs) Trying not to break character. It's so hard. You. Do you realize that the gang that he's with normally stabs people in the back in, you know, anywhere they can, right? 
Well, if he's running, then hopefully he will have put some of that aside. Otherwise, he'll be doing jobs specifically for his gang. But rest assured, if he attempts to stab one of us, I'll uh, remove his head. Nice. Now, did you say that low or loud enough for the orc to hear? I'm pretty much. I pretty much said it at the same tone as said it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, Gartok, you totally heard that. You didn't quite hear what uh what Kiko said in the first place, but based on your perception check, you kind of infer that she was talking about you, and that his response was in relation to you. Oi. Why the hostility? There's no hostility. These are just facts, sir. I haven't stabbed you yet. And I haven't removed your head, so... As far as I'm concerned, our working relationship is going very well. Fair enough. You're weird for an elf. (laughs) Nice. Cool. So about this point, the uh, the back door opens up, and Kyle steps in. James, good to see you, my friend. Good to see you so, as well. Who are these guys? Uh, we've got Kiko here. Mr. What you do? Uh, Kiko is uh, well, uh, not quite. Kiko, what is your specialty? Healing. Healing. That's interesting. It's all right. Useful, I guess. What about the big tall guy? That would be Mr. Gray. What's your street uh, cred? Ah, uh, hold on. Street cred. I have to scroll up. Street cred is eight. Nice. Notoriety is three, though. I thought we decided you didn't have any notoriety. But that... I, that was fourth that edition. Quality. That was fourth edition. You didn't buy that in fifth edition. It's bad rep. Did you buy that for 5th edition? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Hmm, alright, well, that means you're secrets 5. Okay, well, either way, I think I might have heard of him. Okay. What about that guy? He says, uh, not in Gartog. <laughs> and then we've got Gartog here. Uh, neighbor, uh, next to me. Uh, providing a little bit of protection after the incident that occurred. Last week. So what, he's muscle? Uh, more of a... Well, I'm not sure. What you do, man? I shoot and apparently stab things. Alright, well, it's always good to have some muscle on. Cool, you might just need it for this job. So, business, alright. So, as you know, I've been kind of working on a little angle for the past couple of weeks. Uh... But keeping my ears to the ground and eh, listening to a little birdie telling me his stories. You see, well, James, you like music, right? Yes. Hmm. How about us? Are you guys uh, into any Nova Hot, you know, kind of musical acts? Can't say that I am. Not since the Elementals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, t- tough act, those guys. But those guys are nothing compared to what I'm talking about. Maria Maracula. Ever heard the name? Gata. Who hasn't? Exactly. She's in town this week, didn't you know? 
Got a show this Saturday. But I've been hearing some interesting things, you see. See, I've been hearing that she split ties with her old manager, dude named Hernandez. She's been uh, kind of tied with for, ooh, quite some time. And it seems kind of weird to me that she would do that. Then I also hear she's hooking up with uh, another kind of guy in the biz. It's uh, this guy named Max Foley. Interesting gent. Kind of, kind of a little bit of a sleaze, if you ask me. But hey, you know, sometimes the sleazy people make the best businessmen. He says, kind of sweeping his hair back. So, here's what I'm thinking. I've been hearing word that Max is looking for a little bit of protection. He, he's, he's not really saying why too much. But he's kind of freaking out. He's kind of worried. And rumor on the street is that uh, is that Hernandez is very angry about Maria switching over. And that Max might be looking for some protection. Now, I'm thinking there's an angle here. Not sure on the exact angle. But, I think there's something a little extra going here. And I think you might be able to help me figure out what that is, James. I do like a nice little secret here and there. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I had originally planned to use a few of Fat Tony boys, but uh, since that dwarf skipped town... Tony's been kind of a little close to the chest with his people. Especially since last week, you know. Well, what happened to you guys last week, I guess. So, here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to pay you guys about, let's see, one, four of you. Hmm. I'll pay you guys a grand each just to go see what Foley wants. See if he's got a job offer. See if you can not get some little extra scratch from him, too. I just need to know what's up. I need to know what the angle here is happening. You interested? Grand just for checking things out? Just for checking things out. Oh, and uh, he reaches into his coat pocket and pulls out four little kind of glowy sticks. A couple of tickets to a Maricula concert. I'm in. Keiko looks to Gray. Whatever you decide, Gray. Well, I have no problem in speaking with someone. Cool, cool. How about you, my workman? Yeah, I don't see the harm in that. Awesome. Like I said, you know, if he offers your work, if it sounds like something you like, Take the gig. If it's not something you'd like, don't take the gig. But see what you can find out for me. See what angle you have you can find out going on. Because uh, uh, she's been big money. Really big money. And if there's anything we can do to get her, you know, our hand in that pocketbook, I'd like to. So, here's the deets. She's going to be playing... In the underworld this weekend. A little place, you know, in the more southern barrens out there. Basically, just need you to head that way. Saturday night. See what's up. See if you can talk to Max. And that's it. You know, any information you get, fantastic. 
And if it sounds a little bit more, maybe I can do something a little bit more your way. Sound good? Sounds good, and I'll definitely keep you posted. Sounds good? All right. Cool. He passes out the tickets uh, and then hands a credit stick to you, James. It contains 2,000 uh, New Yen. It's half up front. So, like I said, just keep me informed. I expect to hear from you guys. So, well, it depends on how good that concert is. Probably Sunday morning, I'm guessing. We'll definitely be there. Cool. Alright, and with that, he kind of, you know, lets you guys off. So you guys head out. Alright, uh, so how do, you, how do you spell the performer's name? Uh, Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Maricula, M-E-R-C-U-R-I-A-L. Probably meant to pronouncing that, but eh, eff it. Okay. All right, James, this is your show. What next? I'd like to know a little bit more about who this Marie Maricula is and Hernandez and especially Mr. Foley before we show up to talk to him. It's never a bad idea to know, have more information than you actually needed. Can always help out. Okay. So, how do you guys want to go about doing that? You've got a couple of days to go. It's Wednesday now. The uh, concert's on Saturday. If you can get me to a secure place, I can see what can be done. Alright. A secure place with, uh, I'm guessing with a connection? Yes. Hmm. Let me... Just looking at my contacts here. Hmm. I only have one Boris. Yeah, I'm still yeah, waiting to hear back from him. Yeah, you get a few days until that happens. Yeah. Alright, um I'm gonna call I'm going to call Eve. Okay. Um, Can I Eve, keep four, right? Say what now? Yeah, uh, C4, L2. She's, she's available. She is not. Oh, well. You actually get her voicemail. Damn. Yeah, well, it's late in the right. evening. Well, not really late in the evening, but 
it's evening business time, so mm-hmm. she might be in a meet or something. Okay. You want to leave her a voicemail or something? Um, nah. Okay. Let's see who else. Yeah, I don't have very many contacts, you know, decking communities. Mm-hmm. But do you do not have contacts? Hmm? Does Kiko not have contacts? Uh, she does. Uh, she might be able to ping her contacts to find a place, uh, a secure place for her to access the matrix. The bad thing is, the only, um, the only two contacts she has is the ancients and a dock and the dock wagon. That's it for contacts for her. Remember, she's new in town. Hmm. So. Okay, so we'll draw off any either of those. Oh. Uh, are they talking out loud about this? No, this is kind of a meta no. conversation. Um, let's try the... Can't use my contact then. I think somebody was suggesting you guys should start talking about it out loud. <laughs> Kiko, Kiko looks down to her phone for a moment. She's like, I may have someone. Uh, give me a moment. And... Um, She's going to contact her uh, her person in the Ancients. Cool. Connection rating? I don't know. Did we give her one for that? You would have had to. I'm looking. When you bought the contact. I've got like three character sheets up. I'm just looking real quick. Oh, where'd it go? Okay. Connection four, loyalty three. Okay. The uh, ancient ganger picks up the phone. Hoi oi. Hey, this is Kiko. Hey, Kiko, how's it going? It's going okay. I have a question. Shoot. Um, I need to have a secure spot to uh, jack in. Do we have one? I mean, we got a secure spot to jack in. Depends what you're trying to jack. I mean, our matrix uh, signals are not exactly the best. I'm just information searching. Again, depends what you're trying to hack. Are you trying to actually like, uh, like just do just pure information searching? Yeah. Because you know you're at a coffee shop. Yeah, I know, but she didn't want to. She didn't want to jack in at the open, you know. Yeah, but you're uh, just doing information search. I mean. Yeah. If you're not doing anything illegal, God's not coming for you. Yeah, yeah I know, right. Like once you start cracking into these private places. Then, you know, there might be problems. But if you're just, you know, doing information searches, you don't really need to have, like, a private place to deck from. That's fine. She'll just use the coffee shop. Okay. And then your buddy kind of just, uh, says, hope you have a good night kind of thing. Yeah, cool. no problem. The uh, coffee shop uh, offers Wi-Fi or uh, matrix access for uh, uh, 10 to access the public uh, node. Uh, they also have an uh, Aries link for uh, 50 million an hour. I paid the 50. Cool. All right. What are you going to search for? Um, first off, she's going to search the name. Which one first? Uh, which were the two that I gave uh, that was given? Well, we've got Marie, Mer- 
Maricula. Maria. Maria. Gotcha. Maria Maricula. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and that's the singer. We've got Hernandez, which was her old manager, and then we've got Max Foley, who is her new manager, correct? Yep. Okay. Just making sure so I wrote that all down right. Look up Maria first. Uh, okay, I'm not even going to make you roll for Maria, uh, for public information. Uh, she doesn't know these people, guys. Shush. You should. W- what's your etiquette? Do you have any God. etiquette skills or social skills? Uh, because I would assume characters have a certain level of cultural awareness. This yeah, would be she's... like this would be like knowing who Madonna is in the middle of the 80s. Yeah. Oh, then Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Then no, she's not looking her up. Okay. Yeah, Maria Maricula is uh, basically one of the biggest Nova Sim stars uh, out there right now. She's basically has a number one uh, album back in '48, and has basically been on tour ever since. Okay. No. Uh, she's not you know she's her like then. originally a Seattle local and all that. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> she is definitely a public figure. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. She wouldn't look her up then. Okay. Um, she's gonna look up one of the two gentlemen then. All right, which one first? Her old manager. Okay, give me a computer use roll or any data search specialization is fine. Add in. One, two, three, four. Four? Okay, yeah, you get some pretty good stuff on our uh, Armando Hernandez. Okay. Uh, dude is a former uh, Aslan kind of native. Uh, he actually left the country back in 2020 when he moved to Seattle. Uh, he originally was covering a lot of different musicians uh, for years, up until the 2040s when he discovered Maria and pretty much has dropped all of his other clients since then. And is focused solely on her career. Uh, he has been reported, uh, and you find a lot of images of him, uh, kind of a 40s man, uh, kind of husky build, black hair, short with strands of gray inside. Uh, he is, kind of looks what would be described as pleasantly ugly, with a nose that has been broken more than once kind of look. Ouch. Um, but from what you see, he's kind of, you know, a little bit of a silver tongue, uh, especially when he's talking about the quote-unquote silver queen. Um, and just different things in terms of, you know, his kind of emotional outburst. Uh, there's actually, you find a few video clips of uh, some, like, news anchor kind of giving shit to Maria and uh, basically Hernandez exploding on him, uh, almost going to blows at one point. I make sure that I, I show the boys these clips so they'll they'll know what they're going up against. Yeah. Um, yeah, but basically you find out a good different portion of his uh, different things. Uh, you kind of get a listing of all of his former, uh, you know, uh, not contractees, uh, clients. Okay. Uh, and a listing of his location, or at least uh, some of the studios he's used throughout the city. Well, it looks like he has a very hot temper. 
It looks like he can be set off real easily. That may be easily for a diversion, as it seems like he's got his nose broken quite a few times, guys. That definitely can't be good for Foley. If just somebody bad-talking Maria on the news set him off, I don't know what would happen if his only star client was taken from him. Well, maybe she left him because of his temper. Did you ever think about that? It's very possible. All right, I'm going to search up the other guy. Okay. Give me a roll. Three successes. Okay, so you pull up information on Mr. Max Foley. Uh, the images you see are of a guy, at least the recent images you see, are of a guy in his late 50s, sorry, his uh, early 50s, short, fat, balding, with a complexion like weak old Nutrisoy. He is wearing kind of what you would think are kind of the latest fashions. However, we're talking about the latest fashions someone in their teens should be wearing nowadays, not someone out of shape in their 50s. Uh, in every picture you see, he's always, like, holding or smoking an j- oversized uh, cigar, wearing tons of cheap, nasty-looking gold jewelry. Um, the guy is listed as kind of an idiot savant when it comes to bands. He has a huge list of clients, but he goes to clients rapidly, um, like within weeks, but then every now and then he has these major clients which end up being chart busters. It's like the guy is able to quickly weed through the people who are essentially useless and kind of pull up the cream at right from the start. Uh, interviews you see with him, he's like always kind of really chatty, giving this kind of grinny, kind of shit-eating smile all over the place. But seems friendly, just kind of in a slimy kind of way. I don't know what to think about this one. I would think probably a good box of cigars um, would definitely get you uh, within talking different uh, distance of him. It seems like he, every picture that I can find, he's got one stuffed in his mouth. Um, as far as anything else goes, he's kind of an idiot, but seems to have a real eye for talent. So it's it's kind of an odd thing going on here. I don't understand how he got her from the other one. Interesting. All right, James, how do you want to play this? I definitely think Possibly bringing in, getting close to Foley is going to be one of our best bets. And if the cigar's the way in, it might, you know, that might be our key to getting relatively close to him to even begin to talk. So you want to. 
Do you want to... Just so I'm understanding correctly, do you want to basically bribe this... Well, not bribe, but uh, use a cigar to get into this person's good graces, correct? Correct. And why would he accept this gift more so than any other? Because if this guy is a savant in uh, helping talent shoot to uh, the top ranks of the craft, uh, why would he pay attention to anyone else? Because obviously there are a lot of agents, there are a lot of other people who are doing the same exact thing. Well, you could get a cigar that you can't normally get. A rare cigar from somewhere else. Speaks a lot. Yeah, just one that uh, is currently uh, maybe not legal to have. You know, maybe you could just uh, dig a little deeper, see if he's got something on that you could use. You know, the old blackmail. There's a lot of ways to get people's attention. It's just, you know, how nice do you want to be about it? Hmm. Those are some very interesting ways and I see where you're coming from Mr. Gray I'd say we could try and one of us pose as an up and coming talent but it wouldn't work that wouldn't really matter he's already got his star what about a possible opportunity for his star Now, that's an angle we could work on. But what opportunities do you have in mind that we could possibly use? Most stars and things that I know of have personal healers or have personal attendants. If she doesn't have a good enough one, then it is possible to say, out the one that she has and add a new one. And how would you go about doing that? For one, we need to find out if she's got a personal healer. If she doesn't, then we need to make the offer of her having a personal healer. Especially if we let on that it is known that he's about to be in some trouble with uh, her last manager. And that it would probably behoove her and him to have a personal healer because no one would like their prized star bruised up going on to stage. I'm sure she has to have some type of personal medical person. Have you seen that skin she uses? There's no way that that takes normal care. So just so the characters know, um, Maria Maricola is most renowned as the Silver Queen because... uh, it appears when she's on stage that she has the shiniest kind of mercury-like 
arms and legs. Like, these are not just, if it's flesh, if it's augmented flesh, or maybe it's cyber arms, nobody knows for sure. She never really lets on uh, in any interviews, but they're beautiful, whatever they are. They're, they're not your normal kind of street crap type of thing. So, And are they still on when she's off states? Like a regular yes, Abby, any pictures of her, she okay. always has these. So they're not props. Okay. They're definitely some sort of wear, whether they're dermal thi- uh, thi- uh, thick or go all the way through a cyber limbs. So what actually is common knowledge about her and her background and what would we actually need to search for? Uh, what's common knowledge for Maria is uh, everybody knows she is a Seattle girl. Uh, she said in interviews that she was kind of – that uh, Armando saved her from the streets. Uh, nobody really has details of what exactly she was doing on the streets. There were rumors. Um, but you'd have to search for those to kind of get a better grasp on them. But different things like that. She's essentially kind of, uh, kind of a mystery before, say, 2047, 2048. Nobody really knew where she came from. She's never listed a whole town. She says she's from Seattle. Uh, but she doesn't quite have the accent of a normal kind of a Seattle-grown girl. Um... You know, besides that, uh, I mean, there's tons of pictures. Rumor is, uh, some people say that uh, Maria actually is kind of a tough chica, uh, and that sometimes you could actually find her at clubs uh, looking for fights. Okay. All right, so let's recap. James, this initial person that we're supposed to talk to for 1000 each, that person is? Max Foley. Max Foley. So what do we know about this guy? Uh, well, according to Kiko here, who was nicely enough to do a little search on him, that while he has he seems to be able to find quite a bit of star clients. He's very, uh, uh, not too bright. Um, while he's chatty, there's not much beyond his chatter and he seems sort of slimy in a way. Um, okay. Is he expecting to be talked to? From what you gathered from Kyle, uh, it seems to suggest that he was out looking for someone who could offer protection. Uh, I mean, because if he's you know trying to hire somebody, then maybe we don't need all this cigar stuff and this you know find a new opportunity stuff. You just walk up and say, "Hey, heard you were looking from somebody. Uh, here we are. Boom, you're in. No big deal." Just saying. Let's go with that. Let's make him an offer he can't refuse. Awful. What are you, some sort of mob? Wait, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. Nice. Cool, so that sounds good to everybody? 
Sounds all right Sounds with me. Sounds fine with me. <laughs> yeah, who was asking that? Was that yeah, was it God <laughs> asking us? <laughs> I was like, no. Sorry, oh. I'm trying to be involved. <laughs> these, these player gab sessions are so nice to me. Okay, okay get out of here, God. So get out of here. <laughs> okay, fine. Why do you care now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess God's a Maria Mercurial fan. <laughs> I just wanted the ticket. <laughs> nice. Okay. So continue. All right. So, so we're gonna. I think our best plan of action is to meet up a, an hour or two before the uh, the. Um. God damn you, brain. Thanks for thinking. The concert, thank you, as I'm searching for the word. Um, uh, a couple of hours before the uh, concert, and then uh, approach uh, Mr. Foley uh, with our interest in becoming Maria's uh, new team of guards. Why not approach them earlier? Yeah, I mean, being in the business of protection, you don't want to be the second person there. Because <laughs> if he's and already hired somebody, then uh, we'll be out of luck. And you also don't want to just surprise show up here. Hey, I'm here to help. Uh, just moments before a major concert. Oh, yeah. It's very suspicious. Yeah, we might be the problem. What time is it now, Justin? Uh, it's about seven or eight Wednesday night. Daytime. PM. Nighttime. God damn it! Thank <laughs> 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 you. Do it. I was trying so hard. God damn it! Walk through it. I hate you, people. Anyway, so you have a few days before the concert. Okay. Um, well, I'm just looking at the time. Be- okay, so I'm going to go on with I- – I think I got an idea. Um, I th- so we should then probably catch him tomorrow at his office um, at a reasonable time, probably earlier than later. And uh, – do our best to wow him. Beat up no need to try to wow him. We'll just go there and tell it like it is. Fortunately, all of you have been doing this a lot longer than I have, so I'm quite literally along for the ride and hope that everything goes well. It'll be fine. Uh, so let's see if we can find uh, where uh, Mr. Foley is staying. Kiko, do you think you can do that? I'm sure Actually, from uh, from the information search you did earlier, mm-hmm. uh, you she did get a listing of where his office is. Awesome. I tell them the address. Okay, it's uh, in part of a uh, corporate complex. Uh, in the downtown area, not a mega corporate plaza, but kind of one that like a couple people rent uh, offices out of. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. All right. So when do we want to meet him? Like first thing in the morning? Perhaps show up with, what are they called? Donuts? Is that what they're called? Oh, we could get him some of that Dunkles and Breath. Good. It is donuts, I do believe. Um, and and donuts. Do people never eaten a brown pastry before? Oh, that's right. Dandelions. Dandelions. I've also never had a dandelion. I Neither imagine they I. taste awful. <laughs> All right. Were there, in her search, did she find, like, office hours? Um, no. There's no listed office yeah, hours. agents don't, don't generally have office hours. Just, uh, leave them a message. Say, hey, we'd like to meet you. What's a good time to meet you? There's a contact number for the office. Yeah. Let them know we're coming. Again, just don't show up on the doorstep going, well, we're here to help, you know. professionals, right? Sure don't act like it. Um. Alright. Uh. Did, uh, Kiko happen to find, like, any ads like, for that he's looking for uh, bodyguards at all? No, that'd, that'd be really odd and super obvious that he's paranoid. Like, if you're worried somebody's, you know, out to get you, you don't advertise looking for bodyguard. <laughs> because odds are the person out to get you will see that ad and hire someone to pretend to be that person. Oh, yeah. Or so, you know, be that person themselves if they don't know who you are. <laughs> right. You're playing Shadow or not Soldier of Fortune magazine. Aw, but I like that game. <laughs> No, give me a break. Uh, all right. Then, I guess I'll give him a call. Okay. It just my my thing was as if there was like a point of reference, you know, but not just like out of the blue. Hi, I hear you're looking for bodyguards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, because that seems. I mean, obviously, there's some way he's trying to find people. Well, let me ask you, what, what, what etiquette skill do you have? I have a level 4 etiquette. Okay, do you have any specializations? Uh, no. Okay, uh, basically what you would do is, etiquette skill kind of gives you your character the tool uh, in terms of finding the right things to say, even if you, the player, don't. Okay. So you would... If you're approaching a character and you're trying to basically say you want to approach him, kind of say stuff, you know, say what you think you're going to say and then roll etiquette and I'll tell you how that comes across. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Like, uh, I want to have sex with you and make babies. (laughs) Roll etiquette. Ten successes. My dear lady, you look very attractive. I was wondering if you'd like to come home with this meeting and have a coffee. You know, crap like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, nice. Biden. Good job. 
but yes, essentially your skills kind of serve as things you yourself are not used to. I mean, after all, as far as I know, none of the four of you are in Shadowrunners in real life. As far as I know. I'm going to run right now. <laughs> all right. Well, you see, Midas seems to have a lot of knowledge about this type of stuff. Dun, dun, dun. And he's already got a runner name. I mean, what? <laughs> nice. Okay, let's continue. All right. So I'm going to give Mr. Foley a call. Right now? Seven in the evening. I would. You know what? Do it. Wit. You know call him. Oh, let's see. Um, I don't have a coin. Sucks. <laughs> you have a coin. You don't have like a penny? <laughs> I've got one of mine already. Cat. Heads I call him, tails I wait till tomorrow. Flip the cat. <laughs> Don't you have dice? Yeah, you can have dice. Otter even? This is a damn. This is a damn shame, guys. I think poor Inte has has lost his mind becoming leader. Sadly, the mantle of leadership sits heavy on his head. Does the crown? It is too much. Come on, Inte. I Go believe ahead, in you. So I'm calling him. Cool. All right, you give a ring. Uh, Tony, what you say will give you a bonus or minus towards your etiquette test. Oh, that's messed up. Hell, what's actually? That's what he's always been doing. I've always done. Okay, so uh, immediately a kind of young-looking uh, lady picks up the phone. Uh, she basically says, uh, uh, "Welcome. Thank you for calling the uh, offices of Max Foley Incorporated. How may I help you?" I was uh, in the background, you can hear uh, various musics playing, by the way. I was looking to discuss a business proposition with Mr. Foley. And uh, what would be the nature of this business, sir? Uh, protection. In what way, sir? I have certain information that Miss Maria might be in danger, and I would like to provide my services, uh, as well as my team services, uh, in making sure her safety is uh, at the highest it can be. I see, sir. And go ahead and give me an etiquette check. Alright, let's see. Etiquette 4 plus charisma. What was charisma? 4. 8 dice. And no bonus reminds for what you said. <laughs> wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It would have been insulting. I'm sorry. It would have been insulting. personal business details with lowly secretaries. Uh, four successes. Four successes? Okay. She rolls against you to see how well she takes it. Wow, she believes every word you say. Because uh, she just critically glitched. Oh, damn. <laughs> Uh, she's like, oh, Miss Marie's in danger. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I mean, Mr. Foley's out of the country right now, but but he should be back in Seattle uh, by, by by Friday evening. I'll I'll, I'll leave him a message. Well, can you reach you at this number? Yes. Um, I, I'll get him to contact you right away. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for calling. My goodness. No problem. I look forward to hearing from you. 
Sure, sure, certainly, certainly. Oh my goodness, I guess I gotta miss him now. She hangs up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she'll uh, she's gonna send him a message because <laughs> she believes every word you say completely. <laughs> Damn. Okay, that's how we do shit in here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Freaking five ones. Ooh, no, five sorry, six ones. What? Oh. Yeah, six, that's worse than I thought. Ow. And I was out of nine dice. Ow. Damn, you should have totally asked her to have sex and babies with you. <laughs> really? Wow, I, I think you're missing a few steps there, Midas, but okay. Ooh. All right. So are you guys doing anything while you're waiting for Max to call back? Yeah. Probably will not be this evening since yeah. he is, again, out of the country this, uh, this time. Well, well, Dark Hog is going to need to go back and uh, talk with Roadkill just to make sure that we continue on this job. Okay. I am going to go and purchase all of her music, her entire album, like her mm-hmm. entire uh, disc- discography. Cool. Um, well, it's only one album at this point. Oh, uh, well. Time. And then I am going to uh, start doing some research on... Um, like what, what what critics say and not just like critics oh it's good music it's bad music but like the in-depth music about how it speaks to the dystopian of uh the dystopian youth or whatever blah 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 uh so i want to do hardcore research on her on her music awesome i thought she had two discs in 2050 you sure i don't know you have the book i'm fairly certain it says one but I could be wrong. Uh, why does Shadow and Ricky keep giving me the Polish version? F. Uh, because it's the version you need? I, I don't... Cool. Okay. Uh, so you find a few things here and there. Uh, and one of them would be... Uh, the... F- well, basically, you get lyrics here and there, including I'm going to give you the PDF of the image because I'm not seeing this. PDF image. If it will copy. Yes, she did. In 2049, she released the second album. Well, I forgot about that one. So. Puta, actually. <laughs> oh, that's right, Puta, yeah. Well, she is from, uh, appears to be from Hispanic origin, so. Wow, she was more with, she was with that Athlon bitch for God knows how long. Hey, 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 hey. I know. I know. Don't, don't, don't spoil things for everybody else who doesn't read the background lore. Well, I, I don't don't spoil it for people who don't know the background. You know, let them discover that on their own through gameplay. I was going to start reading stuff about, you know, like the uh, insect spirits. But then I was like, I don't, I don't want to be ruined. You don't want to be ruined. It's more fun if you don't know what's coming. Especially yeah. since it's you, because you're gonna like terrify me. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. So yeah, okay. So you're gonna give a dice roll for uh, how well you're researching? Yeah. So what would that? Be? I, I mean, there's no computer. research skill. Oh, it's computer's computer. research skill. Yep, because everything nowadays is pretty much a. Uh, Hard copy. I mean, wow. sorry, a digital based. I don't have no computers. So. <laughs> well, you have a comlink. Well, I mean, I don't have the computer skill. 
I should probably I like buy one dot. You net. probably should. Because you're gonna have to roll uh logic minus two right now. Logic. Where the hell is logic? Guard talk will go get the illegal copies of her music that's back at the game. Oof. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, one success. Nice. On the one uh, So you're not exactly looking at the most intense background lore for her music. But yeah, you get copies of her CDs. You actually find some bootlegs you're able to purchase. Uh, and what lifestyle do you have? Uh, medium. Okay, you can afford just to grab those. Yeah, it hasn't changed since then. Yeah, no price uh, cost to you then. Um, so basically what you're able to find is just uh, her different tracks. She's got a very interesting style. She's pretty much usually the only musician on her stuff. Uh, so there's a few guest musicians here and there. But she's playing almost entirely synth-link. And it's not just like the kind of, you know, simple kind of fancy stuff that some people would do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Maria's stuff is just epic. It's extremely powerful, extremely emotional. Uh, you watch a few music videos of her, her stuff, and it's like the music is timed with her when she's moved in such a way that, like, you know she's the one who's writing this stuff, the one who's moving this stuff. Like, you can kind of tell this is all her. She's not, she may work with some people sometimes, Mm -hmm. but you can tell she's got the talent. She's not just, you know, being fed uh, stuff to do. She's a one woman band. Well, with a Simplink, you kind of can do that type of thing. Like Prince. All right. All right. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Just thinking. Okay. Um, basically, what I want to do is to get familiar with her music. Do you think that I will be so by the time Friday rolls around? Um, if you want to get to, like to the point where you have a good level of knowledge about it. I mean, sure. Okay, here's the thing. Like yes. your your average person, taking the Madonna example, your average person knows of Madonna knows that she That's made a some sick- really good selection because uh, Maria is pretty much Madonna based. Okay, well, people know that she has a bunch of sig- singles, uh, and she is kind of like at the height of pop music. Uh-huh. But they probably can't name every single song that she has. What right. I, what I would like to do is to get to a point where I can, uh, name the actual names of those single, of the really famous singles and fam- be familiar with those lyrics. Sure. Okay. Uh, tell you what, here's how you can do that. You're gonna have to get the knowledge skill, uh, uh, Nova uh, Stars or something like that. Nova Stars? Something like that. Something that basically means knowing kind of modern music. Okay. Um, uh, which okay. That means you're going to spend some karma on that. Yeah. I don't spend no karma. It costs one karma to raise a knowledge skill to one point, three karma to raise it to two points from zero. Yeah. And essentially, it would take you two days to do that. But the added bonus is, since I'm not making you specialize in her, because that would take a month, 
Um, but this will help you if you have any other musician knowledge, which kind of works for you anyway, because you were already starting to get some of that when, you know, you kidnapped the elementals. Because <laughs> that was a thing. There's the elf posers. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're going to spend, uh, get two or get one? Uh, just one. Okay. Well, I mean... It may help you with tests. Who knows? Fine. Too. So okay. expensive. So much three three Seriously? That is insanely cheap. <laughs> but. Cool. Fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're the one that wants to know everything about her. Yep. Right. Just the great probably would love her music. I mean, he loves Casablanca the Third. So. Crap. <laughs> I don't know. Would Mister Gray like Janis Joplin? Probably, I don't know. Mr. Wait, no, that was the last more set. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Would Mr. Gray like listening to a combination of a Janis Joplin and Lady Gaga? I don't know. Probably. Then I he would he, like Maria. I think he would appreciate it for what it was. Then he would appreciate Maria for what she is. So right. Maria, would that be my silver face? Can't read my silver face? Please die. Uh, Please die in a small fire. Like a very I small just, one. A very just, tiny one. That slowly like burns through your eyes. Parody and protected by the parody rights act. <sighs> Even single. Perfectly legal. Why does you gain a point of edge for breaking my brain? <laughs> okay. Going on. What else is anybody else doing since Gray is focused on just diving into music and just loving it. By the way, just for the record, Andrew, mm-hmm. uh, once Freya realizes you're doing this, uh, she brings over a cassette of optical, di- uh, I mean, a box of optical discs, uh, which is why you get more music than just uh, than just Maria. Okay. You actually get like a lot of other music because uh, Freya and you basically have downtime just digging into music over the next three or four days. Love music Closer. so much. Which is how you end up finding out she well she's inspired by this and she's inspired by this and that related to this and she goes all the way back to, to 1960 and da 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 so apparently Freya's a little bit of a music buff too. Freya crazy. <laughs> nice, cool. So what else is anybody else doing? I know uh, James is waiting for the call. Bartok's talking to Roadkill. Okay, Kiko, you do anything? Or are you kind of indulging in the musical scene a little bit? Um. She's doing a little bit of the music, um, as well as, uh, as, uh, trying to basically figure out the city a little bit better and what she's really gotten herself into. Cause you have mm-hmm. to realize that she's kind of just been thrown in. Okay. So are you actually going to go out and just kind of explore the city a little bit? You should totally ask Gartok for a tour. Are you, t- you want to do that? Uh, or no. <laughs> I take that as a no. Okay. <laughs> now, are you trying to just sure. explore the city just for roleplay reasons, or are you actually trying to really learn about an area to have the knowledge skill of that area? Um, kind of both. You know, okay. you have to think of it from the character's perspective. Okay. Yeah, so basically what you can do is it'll take a day to learn an area up to rating one. Uh, okay. It does take a point of karma to do that. Um, but you could pick downtown, you could pick Redmond... Uh, if you kind of learn the city better. And what this does is, if you're trying to do a test to learn something about an area or, you know, find some back alley or some other things like that, mm-hmm. that's what that skill helps with. Okay, that's fine. 
So are you going to ask the orc of... I mean, you know, because it is technically a three-dice swing, basically. Instead of mm-hmm. going logic minus two, you're going logic plus one. Um, sure, she'll ask the orc. See what he can tell her. Well, you gotta ask him. I know, I'm thinking on how to, <laughs> how to form that. Kiko's trying to figure out how to, how to ask the, the orc that she's pretty sure might stab her in the back. What? No, he, he thinks she was making googly eyes, so. You know. Oh, damn, I forgot that shit. Oh, oh this is oh, even better. Yeah, oh, God, this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what was his? Was it Gertok? Gartok. Gartok. We're gonna I'll we're gonna it. keep Tom. naming. Gartok the Destroyer. So she's so before she leaves the coffee shop. Um, Gartok. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Um. Might be in need of your assistance. Oh yeah. Yeah. What can Gartog do for you? He kind of adjusts his leather jacket. Kiko just kind of does that whole I'm pitching my nose, going, "Oh my god, what the hell am I doing?" Um, I'm new to the area. I need to um find out a little bit more about the area and um the uh, groups there forth in and all that lovely stuff considering that um I might start running. So I was wondering if you could do that for me. Oh yeah, I know Seattle. That's pretty uh pretty easy. I've been here my whole life. Uh so that's nothing too difficult there. I can show you around. And he grins. Big tusky grin poking out. <laughs> I'm giving Kiko a point of edge for having to deal with this. Okay, thank you. <laughs> just, uh, just to let you know, no funny business, okay? Oh, of course not. No, no funny business. Okay. You got to get warmed up to me first. I understand. Nice <laughs> to see you're not easy to get. I like a mark you. I don't think you under quite understand what I meant by that. Oh no, 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 no pressure. Oh. No pressure. So glad Gray isn't there. <laughs> no shit, right? Because <laughs> Gray would be having a shit fit. Uh, anyway, um, where did we need to start? Uh, well, I can I can show you down through uh, the Baron. Some I gotta actually make a stop real quick. Uh, actually, maybe probably should do that with you. Uh, I'll call him. I'll just call him. I'm sure you, I'm sure we can do this over the phone. Not a big deal. Uh, but then, yeah, I can, I can show you around. Let me just make that phone call real quick. Go ahead. I'll be waiting. So, yeah, he'll, he'll call Roadkill. Since. All right, phone buzzes, phone buzzes. What do you want, asshole? Hey, yeah, you told me uh, to give you a message whenever I found out about what that mafia guy wanted. Oh, yeah? Yeah, apparently uh, he's not even, it's not even a mafia thing. He was just a, a informant to hand us off to another guy. So yeah, well, what, what exactly? Uh, uh, apparently it's about Maria Mercurial. Oh yeah. Yeah, they wanted to talk to his uh her new manager about something that may be going on with her. Huh, I heard she was leaving that old sleaze bag of hers before to that other sleaze bag. Well, yeah. What do you think they're trying to get get her into the, their pocket or something? 
Well, yeah, their pocket or who knows, they think they're in danger. Hey, he's apparently the new sleazebag's paranoid as all hell, but, you know, he can make money off paranoia. <laughs> yeah, well, paranoia is kind of our business. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to be still hang around and see if I could try to make a new contact for us. Because, if you know, if he's wanting long-term protection. Yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Look on that angle. See what you get. All right. I can do that. Cool. Good man. Good man. All right. So, what is he doing with Maria? Like, you know, who you talk to? You talking to what is that guy's name? Uh, Max, 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 Payne, Max Power. I don't know. Okay, we'll talk to him. See what's up. See if we can get in, uh, in on there. See if you could snipe the freaking mafia deal underneath them. Ah, no problem. I mean, that probably shouldn't be too easy to do. Mafia guy didn't seem like you wanted that much to do with it anyway. Really? Yeah, he seems to just be hiring. Uh, whoever's going to help him. He's apparently that paranoid, which is all the more better. Hmm. That is good. All right, yeah, get on that. See what you can get out of it, and uh, you can get us a cut. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, of course. All right, man. Of course, Kiko heard half that conversation and is looking yeah. at the orc going, really now? <laughs> you didn't say you walked away, so yeah. No, he, <laughs> he can always knife the bitch if she gets mouthy. <laughs> oh <my God>. oh. <laughs> I got this is just on a roll tonight. I got a solution to this shit. I think Midas just had sugar. I don't know what he had, but damn. Oh. I'm liking Gartog. <laughs> He's liking Gartog. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Kiko, Kiko looks at her mom. She's like, "Pardon me a moment. I need to uh, go to the um, ladies' room." She gets up with her stuff and goes to the ladies' room. Yeah, she's about to summon a spirit <laughs> to at least okay. watch over her, um, in case stupid decides he wants to gank her while she's out with him. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it is after sunset. So yeah. Alright, so, uh, what is it, Earth's your uh, healing totem, right? Yep. Alrighty. So, let's see here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, have you done summoning before? No. Alright, so, uh, basic gist of what you're going to do is you're going to tell me what the force of the spirit you're trying to summon is. Uh, for every three points, you get an optional power for a spirit. Uh, but the more powerful spirit you're trying to summon, the harder it is to keep control of it. Right. Uh, so it, it, it makes the number of dice limited. Um, so don't if you have your magic, because then its drain becomes physical, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, the limit to the test is the spirit's force, unless you spend any drams, which I don't think you have any on you. She does not. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to roll summoning plus magic. With limited at the spirit's force, and the spirit will roll its force against you. Uh, you want to end up with more net hits, of course, right. and that's how many services the spirit owes you. So, how powerful of a spirit are you going to summon? We'll say rating three. Force three, okay. Mm -hmm. So, go ahead and roll your summoning skill plus magic.
One, two, three successes. Three successes? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently this Earth Elemental does not like the coffee shop. It also rolled three successes. Wow. Okay. So as you try to call forth the spirit of the coffee shop, uh, it takes offense to your snobbery about the soy coffee. and shoves your will away Uh, you now need to resist a drain value of 6 I need to do what now? you need to resist a uh, drain of 6 stun ah okay so this would be your tradition's normal drain which I think is charisma plus willpower right? So. Plus your uh, shaman. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. Christmas to three. Well, power three. Ah, I got six dice. So um, you just need to get the success of everything. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spend an edge. I thought your. Okay. Christmas, I thought your Christmas was higher. Not on higher. No, I'm sorry. Christmas five. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. better. Are you looking yeah. at the, the character sheet I made you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you get eight. So you're still gonna spend edge? Uh, yes, I am. Just. Just to make sure. I don't okay. need her drooling in the bathroom stall, okay? Nice. Uh, so if you're spending that extra edge point I gave you, yeah. uh, the amount of your edge pull you get is your normal edge pull, though, okay. not your, uh, plus the extra one I gave you. Okay, that's fine. Essentially, you gained an extra use of edge as opposed to but, an actual yeah. edge point. Okay, let's see. Four successes? Not bad. Okay, you take two points of sun damage. Ow. Okay. So you kind of get a little bit of a whack inside, upside your head about, dare you not like the coffee? <laughs> She's thinking to herself, I just, I, I want normal coffee. I don't want this. Oh, this is going to be a long day. A really long day. Why can't I just go back and stay in the helicopter? <laughs> and she just goes and washes her face in the sink. Comes back out of the bathroom without saying a word. <laughs> Okay. So, Agartak, she comes, uh, the elf lady comes back and she looks a little kind of dazed slightly, but otherwise fine. Yeah. You okay? Yes, um, just got had a dizzy spell, is all. Ah, uh, uh, fair enough. Uh, ready to go whenever you are. What type of vehicle are you driving? Uh, Jackrabbit. If it's two. Uh, hopefully you'll fit. <laughs> I don't know if it's used to people being, uh, that tall. But it fits me, so it should fit you. It fit the other elf. Not the big one, the small one. I, I don't, I don't want to know. I just, <laughs> I just don't want to know about your habits, okay? You, you was drunk, I was helping him out. Mm. I... Nice quite sure that you were helping him out and being a good friend. Anyway. I friend in paid for it. But that's the nice. point. <laughs> okay, so mo- <laughs> moving along, guys. Uh, okay, so you guys spend, like, kind of the next couple hours hanging out. Uh, Garta kind of explaining different areas of... So you're doing Redmond first? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, just kind of going over Redmond. Most of the kind of public areas, you know, people that... and places that, you know, you can drive without... You know, having abandoned mutants attack you, that type of thing. I mean, he tells you a lot about uh, the other areas that are out there, but uh, for the most part, he you don't go too deep into the area. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Ante, you're waiting until uh, 
Foley gets back to you. Andrew is indul- oh sorry, Mr. Gray is indulging into music like crazy. Okay. So that is gonna roll us all the way to Friday when James, you get a call. Alright, I'm gonna pick it up. Hey yo. Got a call from you a few days ago. Uh am I right? You'd be correct. Alright, good to hear, good to hear. Uh, yeah, so you know me already, uh, Max Foley. Who are you? The name's James. James, that's a pretty generic name, James. What do you want? What are you talking about with, uh, Maria being in danger? I don't know you, I don't know your name. I believe from some information that I have... That Maria might be in danger. Yeah, who's telling you this information? Uh, the name's not important. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, tell you what. Give me some reason why I should even meet with you and why I should keep talking to you. Well, you see, you've taken Mr. Hernandez's star client, his... Probably only client. And I imagine that his emotional outbursts might place your client in a bit of danger. Yeah, well, Hernandez has always been a bit of a hothead. So what? What makes me? Th- what makes you think I should meet with you, though? What makes you think I don't talk to talk, talk to Lone Star or Night of Rat? Did we lose Zente? No, I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> Justin keeps on throwing. Uh, he wants something more than just. He wants something more than just. You know, I heard you're in danger, and I can protect you. He wants. He wants to hear a sales pitch that's gonna. You know, interest. Remember, this is the guy who's. You know, has heard all kind of bands say, "Oh, we're awesome, we're great," you know, and he's able to wheedle out. You know, those. You know kind of crap people and find the ones who are actually chartbusters. Mm-hmm. I'm so. trying to think of the words without, like, outing my information. Well, not, 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 not to ruin the immersion for our listeners, but it looks like your, your teammates are trying to give you advice in Skype chat. <laughs> or ignore Andrew's advice. That's just silly. <laughs> No, I would I would use his rep. I might, you know, that that might be something. Just saying. People know that rep, that specific name. He's got a street cred, but would it apply here? Dun dun dun. Oh no. <sighs> Tough decision. Brain, why you not come up with something? Awesome. Uh, Would you like to spend a point of edge to get some inspiration? That's always a possibility. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay. Well, one, what's your normal street cred right now? Um, one. Total car. Okay, just one? Okay, well, that's not really much. Um, 
what you basically want to do is try to impress this guy. You want to try to say something that's that's gonna you know really draw his attention. Something you did, someone on your something on your team did, something that's gonna make him go, yeah, that actually sounds kind of impressive. You know, something you can offer, something you can have. You know, something that you know mere money isn't just gonna get him right away. You know, something that you know only shadow owners can do. Mm-hmm. Try to bear in mind, you also called him out of the blue, and if everything Kyle says is correct, and he's paranoid and is looking for protection, he's looking for protection. But he probably also wants to make sure that some random dude calling out of the blue isn't the people who are trying to get them, trying to get them through this method. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm trying to think of a way to assure him that we're not going to hurt his client, but at the same time, you know, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to formulate something in my head that sounds good. Well, you could always say something that makes him feel safe, and since you're spending point of edge, I can always advise you that, you know, people like this who are afraid, you know, like to do things where they stay, you know, stay on their home turf to kind of talk things out. They like to be in control. They like to be in control. So maybe give him a way of making him think he's in control, but could still check you out. Okay. All right, I got something in mind. Okay, what you got? All right, I'll tell you what. You seem a little skeptical. Why don't me and my team stop by? You can check us out. No, no, you're not coming to my office. Tell you what. Tell you what. If you're so desperate to meet and you say you're good enough to protect us, tell you what. This Saturday, we'll be at the Underground. Show up, and if you look anything like somebody who actually might know what they're talking about, we'll meet. Sounds like a plan. Good luck getting in. He hangs up. Little does he know, that's already been thought out. Yep. We All got right. tickets, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> You, in fact, have tickets to Underground 93. Alright, uh, James is going to send out a quick message to the three of them with an update. And, okay. like, in kind of all caps underneath, look professional. I Did he really just send that to Gray? <laughs> <laughs> Did he seriously just send that to Gray? <laughs> yeah, he did. Then you will get a text back. Perhaps you should ensure that your mask is extra professional as well. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Cool. Okay. So, are we doing anything t- before Saturday night? Uh, anything you guys want to do to prep for uh, going out to the club? Gartog wants to search online to see if there are VIP tickets, and if so, Actually, you look at your tickets. They are VIP tickets. Ah, well, thank you for ruining that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Or you, you didn't look right. at your tickets yet, so I didn't uh, uh, get a chance to tell you that Kyle actually sprung for some really nice tickets. Or faked really nice tickets. You can't really tell. They look real. I would like to, uh, I guess, based on the reputation of her fans, to see if, um, well, out of character, to see if uh, putting Tron-like uh, glowing uh, lines on my suit would be appropriate. <laughs> Nobody does lines anymore. Oh man. That's so lame. Nobody does lines. Fine. Like people who do rings. Whatever. Nah, what's 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 in now is the uh the tribal look or Gee, the right. ob- <laughs> or the obviously armored look. Well, hell gray, you got the first one. <laughs> yeah. And how and and, and James has the second. Yeah, just get All right. electrochromatic clothing. Be done with it. Alright. Uh let's see. We need to impress these guys. Here, here, let's post uh, uh, oh, the 4th edition uh, attitude book. That's a good book. You might want to look at that. And since we are running with 2070 technology in 2050s, any fashion in there is available now. Although it may not be in fashion right now, because remember, we are still running in the 2050s, and pink neon mohawks are in. Uh, yeah. Kiko is going to go shopping. She doesn't okay. have any of uh, club clothing at all. Okay, you're still uh, uh, sweeping out for medium lifestyle, right? Yep. With uh, off of gray. Yep. Then yeah, you can afford to buy some club clothes. Okay. Do we have any? Do we have any clothes at the at the hideout at the gang? What, what do they call them? What do they call places where gangs hang out? The. the- Gang house? Clubhouse? <laughs> the gang house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in a gang, so I don't know. It's the club. No, it's the treehouse. It is the treehouse. Wow. There are no trees in the Seattle Metroplex that are not on the corporate grounds. Yeah. You gotta be rich to have a tree, especially in the Barrens. Any tree in the Barren that, that isn't owned by a mega corporation is probably likely to eat you. Ugh, no thank you. That sounds like fun. Where, where Let's go. So, I, uh, of course, of course, Ite would say, "Oh, look, it's fun." Not that type of eating. What are the What are the odds that my gang groupie uh, is a Maria Mercurial fan? Pretty high. We'll contact my gang groupie. Uh, is it a guy or a girl in hold? Uh, assuming it's a girl. I'm assuming Gartag also sleeps with her. I'm assuming a lot of the gang <laughs> sleep with her. <laughs> All right. I'm assuming she's that uh, kind of groupie. Well, okay. I mean, uh, you are a street gang, and all right, so older teenagers. None of us, you know, we're afraid snoozing might break us. All right, so this is this is how Gray is showing up. Yeah. Let's see here, and I guess I'll have to read it to the listeners, including the shiny arms, or just no, that from the that, that's the mannequin. <laughs> I'm just checking because you might they, be considered. They might the show arms. like. With his with his sleeves up, they'll show his uh, tribal his ritual tattoos. Okay, so for the listeners' sake, Gray is wearing a rather stunning uh, vest that's kind of like the type of vest you'd expect someone who wear who had a lot of money but wanted to wear a wife beater but wanted to look classy. It's this lovely kind of you know dark, kind of like this grayish suit, four buttons, jeans, loose belt. Black long sleeves, but pulled up slightly just so the wrists show. 
and popped collar. I should mention. Damn right. Popped collar, really? The popped collar. Popped collar. Ever since I remember, he's been popping his collar. He has always been popping his collar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that is what Mister Gray is wearing for the listeners at home. Okay, so yeah, you calling your groupie, Midas? Yes, I'll call the groupie. Hey, Gartag, how you doing? Hey. So, What's up? We're about this uh, Maria Mercurial concert going on Saturday. And while he's talking on the phone, Gartog's just like looking at his face. He's like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, I tried to get tickets. And and, and there was like this, this, this call-in show that I tried to call. Well, they wouldn't fucking answer because I didn't have a valid sin. But, oh, man, I want to go so bad. How, Why? How difficult would it be for Gartog to forge his own ticket? Or to forge uh, a secondary ticket? He's got one, obviously. It depends on how difficult of a ticket you're trying to forge. Uh, general admission ticket, probably not too bad. Uh, another VIP ticket like yours would be harder. Uh, backstage passes would be the hardest. Oh, so we don't have backstage passes? No, you have VIP, which gets you to like kind of a VIP lounge, which is a good area to, to watch the entire show. You don't have to be in the crowd or whatever. But, uh... Oh, man. How hard you know, the backstage pass be? Uh, it'd be the equivalent of trying to forge administration access to something. So you need, a, like, to get three marks on their system, uh, the ticketing system. Okay, well, I want to forge a basic one for her. Okay. So, but you're still on the phone with her. Yeah. Uh, would you be able to help me out with something if I... Anything for you, Gartog. Uh, hold on. She kind of like does an over-the-top, completely obvious suggestion kind of eye bats. If I could get you a ticket. Yeah? You? Oh, I would do things to you you wouldn't believe for that. I, I, I'm sure, but uh, we'll keep this for a favor to be named later. Uh is it's going to take me a moment to... won't have time since I'll be getting this ticket for you. Of course. Are you going too? I mean, I'd love to go see the concert with you. Yeah, sadly, I'm going to be on business. Aww. Yeah, you know, it's a... That's Roadkill's thing. So, yeah. Well, um, uh, uh... She kind of stutters for a second. Um... But, well, you, but you could, could you pick, could you uh, you could pick me out something nice to wear? Oh, I, I'd love to. I'd love to. that'd be that'd be great. But um, I don't I don't want to go alone. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, is there any way you could you know maybe get like a, 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 a like two or three tickets? You know, and maybe I can take one of the other guys with me. I I mean I'd want to go with you first. Uh yes, of course, of course you would. But uh, I can see if I can get a second, maybe a. No, maybe Cyclops or something would like to go. I don't know. Oh. Yes, yeah, that'd be great. He's, he's into that kind of stuff, I'm sure, with uh, with all the Beatles he does. Yeah, oh man, that'd be great at that show. Yeah, he could probably... There's, there's this Beatles. needle that I found the other day that takes like the, the, any music you're listening to and it like searches the Matrix and puts them there and, well, you get to do things with the musician. Yeah, so that'd be right up his alley. You could she gets a very distant look in her eyes on the vid screen. Probably get a, something like that created. You, know, you could probably help him out with that. 
Sure, yeah, just just let me know when you can get a ticket, and yeah, but what else do you need besides getting dressed up? I mean, you know, I could, uh, I, I got like a, and she kind of looks like she's looking around, I got a, I, I got a shirt that might fit you, um, what else do you need? Well, I mean, I don't think I can walk in wearing gang colors as much as I'd like to, you know? Oh, you'd, you'd be surprised. It's an instant pulling up anyway, so, uh, apologies to anybody from Seattle who actually knows how to pronounce the name of that city. What one? Pull you up. Oh yeah, pull you up. Uh, pull, pull me up. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I apologize. Uh, see, this is why J- uh, Jacob should be here uh, because he <laughs> can tell us tell us why we're wrong. <laughs> you are wrong, so, and this is why you're not Jacob. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. well, there were no valid reasons behind it, so okay. So she's like, uh, you're basically saying that no, no, gang colors fine. You know, so long as you like, Underground ninety three doesn't mind that type of shit. So long as you're not doing stupid shit like shooting anybody, like like that club. Um, like you can get a gun in. They don't mind if you bring guns in or knives or whatever. Uh, just you know, they they make you leave anything big at the door. Even like the VAP, they make you leave like, you know, big guns, like no submachine guns, no heavy pistols, but like light pistols and and. Well, no, even heavy pistols are okay. I, I, you know, John one time got this really big, like, modified Predator he brought in, and at first they were going to make him check it, but, but then they looked at the mods on it, and they kind of laughed at it. I don't know why. Uh, I had that stupid pink logo on it, didn't he? Yeah, the, the, the pink flashy one. Yeah, he loves, I don't know why he loves that thing, but he does. It is hideous, and we all laugh about it, too. It's a nice gun, though. I'll give him stuff on the other stuff, but, man, his, his taste. I worry. So, uh, just for the listeners at home, Ente has provided what he thinks might be a good wear to wear for the club, uh, which is apparently a light brown jacket, uh, a collarless gray shirt, jeans as well, and a nice suitable belt. Uh, go a little bit more cyberpunky there, Ente, and that'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know, add some neon somewhere. Or like, I don't know, wires. Well, or rip it I, found a a, I found a, what looks to be a gay leather daddy outfit. Okay, we're moving on, so we're tired of fashion. <laughs> so she's able to get you uh, some, some like, uh, Maria Maricola fan shirt, that type of thing. Uh, some like Basically, she's able to uh, hook you up with supplies that will make you look like you're a big fan. Okay. Yep, and he'll just wear his his red and black leather duster over it. Wonderful. All right. Uh, okay. So we all have our clothes then. Yes, and now I have to forge things. We are clothed. Yes, okay. So minus um, what you know is it'll be easiest to forge it while you're at the concert. Uh, the way the tickets work is essentially it's a tag that you kind of attach to your comlink, and you kind of scan your comlink feed. Um, so you could hack the thing from afar, but any tickets created now might not be valuable until that point. But creating the ticket for her at the venue would be easiest. Because you would basically just pull off their feed and see what specific things it's looking for on the ticket. Exactly. Because all tickets are basically run off a specific code. Exactly. The logarithm. Would that also be the same with uh, the backstage? It is, but they're kind of a little bit more complicated uh, algorithm. We'll find out when we get there. Yeah. Cool. 
So is there anything anybody else is doing before you guys head to the club? I've got a refresh in chance, because those things did not last days. Uh, I'll just let those roll over. Say you do the same thing. Okay. Unless you want something different than what you had. No. Okay, then yeah, then they just roll over. You do redo them again Saturday. Okay, so what time would you say they were conjured, then? Um... Well, the ticket says that the show starts at 10. Uh, there's a second show at 2. Uh, your ticket gets you into both, by the way. Okay, but earlier, like, The first show's at midnight. Um, you probably want to start at 10 or 11 and have those ready by then. Okay, so uh, they'll be conjured at 10 then. Okay. That way we're there for the 12, because showing up at the second one isn't going to help us. Okay. I mean, well, showing up at that one without showing up the first one's not going to help us. Right. Okay. Cool. Anything else, anybody? Nope. No, not that Kiko. Kiko, anything? I take that as a no. Did she mute herself? Did you mute yourself? Uh, I think she's be right back one sec. Is what she just said a minute ago. Yep. Yeah, she did. So she might not be ready. It was a That's hard. Okay. It was a hard decision going between uh, the chameleon suit and just dressing regular. <laughs> it's like one of them provide makes me look like a professional who could take it out, but the other one lets me blend in. Which one's better? Probably blending in. Don't want to stand out. Mm-hmm. Now, did you get armored clothing or just kind of regular hangout clo- clothing? Because remember, like I said, the obvious armor wear is actually in fashion nowadays. I would say I've gotten armor wear. Okay, that you'll have to actually spend money for. Uh, I will not make you guys uh, roll to get that, like, you know, buying stuff kind of thing. Okay. So if you want to outright buy and say that what you pick up is armored, then just spend the new yen and you get it. Okay, how much? Let me go watch. It says... Uh, it's in the book real fast, but I will quickly look it up for you. Because you guys are lazy. Yep. I said I was going to go look it up. I'm, I'm talking I'm, about Andrew. I'm glad you understand. Uh, armored clothing will cost you 450 400 is not... 450 yes. A lot of money. Armor rating 6 uh, is the price. Uh, if you just want to get uh, you know armored jacket or whatever, that's 1000 And Andrew, if you want to get the yours, actually would cost uh, fifteen hundred. But again, getting that kind of fancy suit armored, a little pricey. But it's better armor than armored clothing. You said fifteen hundred. Yep. All right. So now you have just mark it as kind of like armored club wear or something like that. Yeah. Just had to take that off my money and mm-hmm. try it on my equipment. Yeah, and Myas, you're just gonna wear your armored line coat. Uh, it's a yeah, it's a it's a jacket. It's the twelve. Okay, my jacket. Okay, cool. Well, it's a what did Mister purchase? The Actioneer business clothes. Oh. And basically, the picture that he linked uh, that kind of looks like a casual business wear almost. Okay. He has an armored version of that. Oh, and the armored jacket's armor rating twelve. Yes. Heck yeah. Because wow. it's a big, you know, bulletproof jacket basically. Like it's really obvious armor. 
Uh, I mean, not that James is opposed to that, because he's got to have a nice spot to tuck away a couple knives here and there. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'll... Yeah. You get your best, and it doesn't stack, right? So, oh, like, yeah, only top-ready matters. Okay, so I'd go with the armor jacket, then, I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, just uh, since you're back, uh, basically what the crew's doing is they're buying armored versions of the clothing uh-huh. they picked up. Uh, you can do that if you want. You do not need to roll for it. Mm-hmm. So if you want like an armored version of like a dress or a club outfit, you can. Um, I'm thinking she's going to go with the Chinese-style dress. Okay. Um, But punk it up a little bit. Cool. Punk, punk, right. punk it up. Uh, how fancy? Like... Street fancy or kind of, like, really fancy? Oh, no, really fancy. Okay, that'd be action or business line, then price tag, uh, 1500 That's fine. Okay. What would mine be considered? Uh, the one you linked is kind of either an armored jacket or armored clothing, your call. Okay, uh, one, one protects all the body. Hmm? Let's see, what I pick your... Pico wearing that. Maybe. Let's see. Yeah, that could be easily kind of cybered up a little bit. I don't see why not. Yeah. Basically, for the listeners at home, imagine a kimono, short skirt kimono, with a leather corset. And heels. You know what? I'm heels. just going to go with armor clothing. Huge. the whole body. Well, again, that's the cyberpunk version of that, so... Cool. So now you guys have a view of what the game looks like right now. Justin, just letting you know, armor clothing, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going yep, with. I heard you. Okay. Well, I didn't want to get to a point in you. Anyway. And then this would be club attire? Yep. Okay. Putting that cool. Alright. So, you guys head to Underground 93. So, like I said, this is in the uh, pull-up uh, area of Seattle. Uh, so, and this is the first time we've actually done a module since, oh, you guys broke up a certain gang a couple months ago. <laughs> so, you actually get to hear me read stuff from the book. Isn't that fun? Anyone who knows the scene knows Underworld 93. The club started out as an industrial warehouse, and its cavernous interior is now a favorite spot for those who like the, to, that, who like their rock and roll meltdown hot. Mixing with the Nova Stars who rule the rock galaxy at the underground are newer bands, as owner Sidney Murdoch has a knack for identifying struggling young acts that later turn out to be chartbusters. Many of them show their gratitude by continuing to play the underworld, even when they could be uh, filling one of Seattle's biggest halls for more money. When you reach the club, the marquee over the main entrance spells out the one word in meter-high chrome glow letters. Miracule. There's a mob outside, jostling for position at the door. A tough-looking troll wearing a tuxedo is turning most of the hopefuls away, while private security guards patrol the area. A smaller line to the left is for those with passes, which the guards are careful to scrutinize closely, you're seeing. Flashes of multicolor lights illuminate the scene from the windows of battered warehouse building. People inside the club thoroughly enjoying watching the folks outside trying to get in. For some, it is a bigger rush than listening to the music. So... That's basically what you guys are saying. The club is hopping. Uh, you hear music playing from the inside, but you can kind of tell it's not live. It's kind of pre-recorded stuff waiting for the show to start. 
uh, which should be in about an hour. Um, you can definitely see people with passes are heading over to the side. Uh, there's kind of actually a little bit of people with VIPs passing over everybody else with kind of normal passes. Uh, I assume you guys all kind of arrived together? Well, Gartok's yeah, uh, arrived a little early because he needs to okay. set up. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. Um, Gray and Kiko, I'm sure, went together. So Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm going to say you guys kind of found a uh, parking lot not too far from there. Um, so, Gartok, I'm going to have you arrive first. So what are you trying to do? Uh, well, he's going to have to try to tap into their system. Cool. Okay. So, let's see here. Let's open the Matrix section. Da, 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 da. So this is your first time really doing a Matrix kind of thing, isn't it? Yes, from one of my characters, yes. Okay, so I'm going to kind of hold your hands a little bit for this one, all right? I've read a little bit, so he's going to... Oh, well, in that case, do it yourself. Well, I was going to say, he's going to do hack on a fly to try to put one mark. Okay, what are you going to try to mark? They're, uh, or do they have, what are they using to look at tickets? Do you have a scanner or... Well, it looks like there's a handheld comm link that they're using to look at things. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Okay, so first got to find that comm link. Yep, and oh god, that's going to hurt in this area. Because I'm <laughs> sure there are five billion icons here. Oh, I'm sure. Fans all over. People wearing all kind of crazy things here and there. So he's but gonna... you're trying to find a particular icon. So, you can give me a matrix perception check. Okay. And he's going to go ahead and sit in... And he actually, he's going to make sure that... Uh, uh, that the groupie who I haven't named, which is weird because I've named five billion Crimson Crush members. Yeah, well, I don't think your character really cares about her name. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but I'm going to make sure that her and uh, Cyclops were there early as well to make sure that we can get their tickets, obviously. Because if they're not there, I can't really force their comm links. Right. So, uh, yeah, they're kind of there hanging out. Uh, they kind of meet you at your car. Yeah. Uh, she is wearing... Well, to say slutty would be nice. <laughs> um, she's sharing far more skin than you would expect somebody not naked to be able to show. So, basically, uh, your buddy's kind of there. He's essentially groping her the entire time. I'm sure he is. Um... And he's just kind of like, hey, well, let's do this thing. Alright, so since they're there watching me, he's going to go hot sim. Okay. Um, what grid are you on? Uh, I'm guessing worst case scenario, he's going to be on the Emerald City grid, the basic flat Seattle grid. Okay, because your medium lifestyle does let you get on a corporate uh, grid yeah, if you want. Yeah, he's only got low. Low? Okay, well then, yeah, he's, he's probably... He's in the gang, although... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean... Okay, so you're on the green grid... Yay. Yeah. And that's for some reason that ticket allows me to access to the underground grid. Well, actually, uh, that does let you hop onto the, uh, directly onto their grid access. Yeah. So You're close enough that you actually can pick up their signal. Yeah, so we'll be back then. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you're actually, they're, uh, they're currently licensing through a uh, Ares uh, service right now. Yeah, but everything goes through Ares. Yeah, well, you know. So, cool. Uh, you're directly already in their grid. Uh, you're on their public node. Uh, it immediately lights up the area or down the club. You can see the different icons as your vision kind of moves that way. By the way, you're you're doing hot sim, right? Yes. What's your icon? Uh, 
I was thinking that, and I just really couldn't think of anything really good. Although, okay. since everyone's calling him Gartog the Destroyer, I almost think it should be like some, you know, giant Conan the Barbarian type thing. Nice. I dig. Cool. Alright, so your Gartog Destroyer icon uh, appears inside the middle of uh, underground, sorry, Underworld 93. I realize I've been calling it Underground uh, or whatever for yeah. the first, like, entire part of the episode. So trying to call it Mercurial, so, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I pronounce things my way. I think the listeners know that by now. <laughs> no, E in her first name. Yeah, 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 whatever. Anyway, so, uh, immediately what start, starts appearing around you are the icons of other publicly accessing uh, VIP members, a um, couple of information uh, and private feeds of the stage, uh, different areas of the club, uh, pictures of the front door, access to some of the security cameras too, just for personal usage, so... You know, in case you're one of those people who are kind of paranoid of being attacked, because, well, who isn't? Yeah. Uh, as well as a bar menu and a couple other things like that. Alright. So, you said matrix perception check to find that? Yeah, what's your stats right now? Uh, your ASDF. Uh, he's going to have uh, sleaze up top, then data processing. Although, actually, okay. since uh, matrix perception is data processing, he can use his comm link, which has a higher... Data processing. Okay. So he'll, he will do that and hold the, the deck for when he actually needs to deck. Okay. So, yeah, so his data processing would be a five since it's a rating five device. Cool. Son of a bitch. No successes. No bitch. successes? Nothing. All like a bunch of threes and fours. <laughs> Wow, yeah, uh, you're not really seeing the thing. Um, you would think you would see it, but uh, it looks like it must be running silent, you know, I guess for the very reason that you're not able to find it. Would you like to try again? Uh, yes, yes, you would. Uh, take away one die. Oh, well, that's much better. Where were all you sixes and fives earlier? Uh, five successes. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you find it. <laughs> uh, you can assess out its location and uh, see it's in use right now. You also see where it links over to the VIP uh, signature box. All right. Does it also does it link to any other boxes? No, it links directly to that one, and that one links out to others. Okay. Uh, so I guess. Uh, I guess you need to find it on the fly. Uh, yeah, he's gonna yeah, have him fly since that's the space version. Wanna... Cool, how many marks are you gonna try to put on it this time? Just need one. Mm hmm. So, yeah, just one. Okay. Oh, still the same amount of dice. But, same, same number. And yeah, I'm having his, uh, keep his deck at a sleaze of four. Okay. Crappy deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sixes. Uh, four successes. Four successes? Nice. Okay. So the system's going to roll against you, plus that guy's intuition, which is not that great. <laughs> and one, two, two successes. All right, you pop a mark on it. All right. Cool. And we're going to snoop it. 
Okay. Because I want to read what data it's sending back and forth to the VIP box. Alrighty. Give it a roll. Alright. Same thing. That guy's got less logic than he has intuition. <laughs> Gotta love it when trolls are activated. Make this up. Well, it's actually the uh, trolls at the front door. This uh, guy over here is a human. Ah, well, crap. Only four successes because the... I actually rolled five, but I only get four. Uh, unfortunately, you're not able to interrupt the signal. It's uh, kind of the guy kind of like uh, notices something's going weird and hits a few buttons on the thing. Uh, it's like it's jumping back and forth. So, unfortunately, uh, that didn't go through. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have him do a matrix perception to see if he notices your mark. Uh, no, actually. Well, wait, what's your, uh, stealth? Uh, my stealth is sleaze. Your sleaze, sorry. Four? Uh, actually, yes, he does notice it. Uh, you kind of see him uh, tap the thing, tap in a few buttons, and the icon starts going offline. Damn it. And then a minute later, it comes back online, briefly in public mode. But your mark is gone now. What's the hold up? You hear somebody, uh, the girl say. Hey, hey, patience. It's a virtue. This is bullshit, man. Come on, you're better than this. I know. I know. Okay, you want to give it another shot? No, I'm going to do something else. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag somebody's ticket that's in line. Okay. Try try the other method. I only need okay, to you know. have to do a perception check on that one again to find one. I only need to know what the ticket's got on it, really, to spoof it. Okay. And actually, I'm gonna look at somebody that's not quite in line, or maybe at the back of the line. Okay. Give it a perception. Damn, that's rolling up the table. That's one, two, three, four, five successes. But, uh, yeah, nice. so five, because data processing. Okay, so, have him move against you, and the ticket's not very smart. Wow. Good thing you rolled five, because he rolled four. Oh, God, man. This is magic tickets. What is this bullshit? <laughs> I got a golden ticket. Cool. Okay, so, yeah, you managed to get, uh, get a mark on it. Or, I'm sorry, you're receptioning. So, yeah, you do notice the ticket. And it didn't hide from you. Alright. I want to copy it. Okay. So, edit file. Uh, yeah, I gotta go for an edit file on that one. Say all these dice are gonna fail me eventually, aren't they? Uh, three. Three? Well, lucky for you, it critically glitched. Oh, nice! Yeah, you get a copy. In fact, you get the entire concept of a uh, how the uh, the kind of 
uh, ticketing codec works. So now you can make an infinite number of regular tickets. <laughs> nice. And we're going to make two of them. Okay. Got it. Sweet. So cool. So she kind of hands you the clothes and all that, then and, uh, you're able to get gussied up for your club meeting. Yep. Okay, so for anybody who has gotten into club fashion, has paid for club money uh, looks, or has earned their club stuff through some other means, such as copying tickets, uh, for this scene, you're considered to have plus two charisma. Nice. So that'll basically kind of cover anybody who's missing etiquette or any other social skill that might matter here. Because you at least look the look. Yes. Like me. Actually, you get plus three Midas. Because you didn't just buy the look. Um, You actually have somebody who is in the scene get you dressed up. So, cool. Uh, so by this time, everybody else is starting to pull up. And, you know, you guys see uh, Gardok in there changing. Uh, the barely dressed elf chick that's kind of mostly oogling uh, the guy she's with as they kind of head off towards the line. And Cyclops has both eyes. We don't know why we call him Cyclops. <laughs> All right, uh, so as we have VIP tickets, does that mean that we can, like, we don't have to stand in line, we can just skip through? Yep, head straight to the VIP area. Yeah, all right. And since he had so much difficult with the basic tickets, he's not even going to try backstage passes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Okay, so you guys head towards the uh, the line. Uh, the kind of uh, human guard there is kind of wearing, you know, kind of really loud clothing and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts scanning through things, scanning through things. Uh, gets your badges as you guys all kind of come in. Looks them over, looks up at you, looks back down at his comlink. I got a message for you guys. Um, Mr. Foley is asking that you come backstage at 2 o'clock to see him. Uh, he'll be waiting. Uh, he suggests you enjoy the show and enjoy the bar. It's on him. Yes! Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Have a lovely time. You as well. Oh, sadly, guys, Gartog will be of no use to do this mission. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. See, there's this lovely thing called Detox. Double yes! Oh, yeah! You're really gonna really love Kiko if she has to do that to you. Just saying. Nice. Make sure it's painful. Oh, I, I has will. learned his lesson Completely from painful. Gartog. Nice. So, okay, you guys head in. Um, so... Alright... As you walk into the club, a middle-aged guy with a big gut wearing a grungy Underworld 93 t-shirt is standing center stage, leaving the applause for Low Earth Orbit, the warm-up band that's just finished its set. Anyone who follows the rock scene will recognize Sidney Murdoch, the club's owner. The place is jammed. Smoke fills the air so that the spotlight beams look like solid pillars of light. 
The bartenders are going berserk trying to keep up the flow of orders. Right, you brain damaged rewire mutants. Here's why you've been sweating all over my nice clean floors all evening. Ladies and gentlemen, if there are any out there, and all the rest of you trash as well, here's Maria Miracula. The spotlights cut out, plunging the club into utter darkness as the crowd goes absolutely out of its mind. The applause goes on and on until a single note starts to rise through the pitch darkness, getting louder and louder until it's almost at the threshold of pain. The shearing white league light stabs down onto the stage and reflects Nova Bright off the silver skin of Maria Maricula. She stands like a statue of molten white metal as the rising notes break suddenly into a driving, demanding rhythm, the intro to Puta the title song of her latest album. Suddenly, she is in motion, simplinking the sound, driving it with her muscles and nerves. The club explodes into flashing lights, and the Tridvid wall behind the stage flashes with footage from the Toronto fl- uh, food riots of 2048. The music grabs you by the throat and screams at you. And I am not going to try to sing the lyrics. You're welcome. <laughs> I have to say thank you on that. <laughs> hey, tell you what, I will copy-paste them. And you guys can read them. So enjoy. All right, Andrew. Let's duet this shit. (laughs) I will give you a point of karma. If someone tries to sing the whole thing. I'm trying to say from the words what the beat would be on it. Because obviously you don't get a... Mm -hmm. I understand that. Like I said. Okay, let's go with this. Yo, so to madre, so don't fly with me. I'll mess you up bad if you dare disagree. My time is money, you know that. Cabron, you've got what you wanted, so why hang around? Yo, so to madre. Lovely puta, that's what you say to me. Hola puta, I'm what you want me to be. Till you get the thing you want, nothing's too good for me. But when you're done and have your fun, then it's Puda, dirty Puda. Just get away from me. Nice. Oh, God. Point of karma for you, sir. I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. That's the end of the, that's the, end uh, of the job. We won. No, Everybody won. I'm, I'm leaving. You did a really good no, job with this, that. This podcast is over. Podcast is over. End it. Was that the finale? This is it. <laughs> That's all. There's nothing after this. Oh, well. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys basically have uh, have two hours to kill as uh, the kind of show goes on. And it is just crazy out there. The, the crowd is wild. Everybody's just, you know, going nuts as Marie just, you know, does her act, and it is beautiful. So, what do you guys want to do? Hang out, watch the show, get some drinks. Drink, drink, drink. drink. I am going to be uh, basically. I'm I'm here for work, so I'm going to be casing the joint. Um, I'm going to be looking at uh, the doors, uh, the entrances and exits, mm-hmm. uh, the public ones, and to see if I can spot the. Uh, the private ones, like, going backstage to see if anyone's paying special attention to those areas. 
Of course, there's, uh, there's always security guards kind of hanging out in the stage. So what you're mostly looking at is kind of a large, giant warehouse area, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and give me a second while I kind of double-check the numbers for things. Um, so you're coming in from the east side of the building. Uh, the kind of more dance floors to the south of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dance floor is packed. There's a couple of different mosh pits going on. There's, you know, people, you know, kind of doing that kind of swaying thing, you know, moving back and forth. A few people actually dancing. Uh, mostly people getting hurt and things like that. Okay. Uh, to your right is the lobby. A uh, large press of people kind of slowly getting in. There's a stairwell here uh, that leads up to the uh, building array of catwalks, balconies, and booths attached to the walls suspended over the main floor. Uh, lining these areas are tables for those who prefer not to rub hot bodies with people on the main floor itself. Uh, you also see a few restrooms down further, further to the right. Another stairwell down at that end of the building. Uh, and then what looks like kind of a uh, uh, office area off to the west side, northwest side of the building. Okay, so from there... Uh, the main stage area opens up, kind of takes up most of the bulk of the building. There's a fire exit on the southeast side before the main stage itself. Uh, the main stage takes up the entire southern, east, southeastern side of the building. Uh, from there, you have the kind of, let's see, do, 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 the uh, kind of table area to the west side, uh, where you have, um, just different people who are crammed there, drinking, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you also see to the southeast side of the tables something that looks like a giant 10-meter-tall bald bullet-head figure. Uh, you can kind of take a look at that if you want. Yeah, what the hell is that? So, it is this huge, weird kind of figure it looks like some sort of weird kind of thing from well the underworld uh lasers are flashing from its eyes and its body is covered in holograms puffs of smokes and various kind of neon-esque tubing uh the music from the stage is blaring from this thing too uh and roman uh, perception check my first roll of the night no, wait, that's my second roll. Uh, one success. Uh, you kind of get glimpses of things being said, like, in the holograms, but they move too f- fast for you to get a good look at. Uh, a couple of people are just kind of staring at the thing and just getting just mesmerized by it. Uh, right next to the thing are a couple of bathrooms. Uh, to the north of the table area is the bar itself. Uh, you also mm-hmm. see that there's a stairwell to the kind of west area here. And just south of you, uh, you see the access to the backstage area. Okay. Hmm. Uh, let me just take a look here. Oh, I closed it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so that's basically the casing of the joint. Um, you guys want to, you know, ask around f- for information about what's going on or what? I mean, you guys already kind of know who Foley is, but, mm-hmm. you know, 
there are movers and shakers in the crowd. Well, I know that as uh, James wants to kind of look around and see if he spots uh, Hernandez at all, and just kind of anybody who might look a little suspicious that they they either stand out or you know are making their way closer to the stage and not so much of a. I won't even make you roll for that because there are people always trying to make their way closer to the stage. There's all kind of people who look kind of snidey, kind of weird looking. You're in a crowd of a couple hundred people, uh, various cyberpunk era fans, to a crazy Lady Gaga meets Janis Joplin kind of figure. Everybody looks suspiciously and well armed. Crush my hopes and dreams. Not just crushing your hopes and dreams, but still. Uh, Give me a perception check to see if you see Hernandez. Okay. Uh. Which is four and four. I got eight days. One, two, three. Three successes. Uh, You do not see Hernandez. Uh, You cannot find anyone who matches his description or his pictures in the crowd. Okay. Anybody else? Um, Kiko's paying. Since we're in the VIP room. I don't know if anyone's really paying attention to who's in the VIP room, so that's what Kiko's doing. She's, like, okay. glancing around the VIP room going, okay, who the hell's in here with us? Okay, so you head up to the uh, balcony areas down the VIP section. Yep. Uh, and roll me a perception check. Okay. Three successes. Nice. Uh, yeah, you don't see anybody who really stands out here. Um, you know, you have a couple kind of shadowy figures who don't look like they want anybody to really notice them, but no one who matches uh, Hernandez or anybody you particularly know in the shadows. Uh, The only thing that kind of stands out here is you do see a guy uh, manning the VIP bar Mm -hmm. uh, who's kind of uh, eyeing you a little bit. Um, Kiko will go over and get a drink. Okay. Since he's eyeing her. Mm-hmm. Might as well go and mingle some. Cool. You walk over, uh, and the bartender, uh, kind of a tall, typically handsome elf, uh, is maintaining the bar. He looks up, you, up at you with a sly smile and gestures for you to join him uh, at an alcove next to the bar. And he says, I've been expecting you, he murmurs. Oh, really? How so? You gonna join him in the alcove? Yeah. Okay. Some on guard talks, lady. Does James take notes? Both of you can roll perception check. Good to the bar, because, Well, she's at a different bar, but so. Oh, you go to the VIP bar. Okay, that's fine. That's where nice alcohol is. What's up, Ente? I don't know how I could have done that any weirder, and so I got four successes, but I also got four ones. So that's a glitch for you? I rolled a total of eight dice, so... Yeah, that's a glitch. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, you spot spot Kiko up there, uh, you know, spotting things. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, a group of people coming out of the VIP lounge kind of hooks you a little bit, saying, dude, you look so cool, the mask is awesome, and you can't quite escape them as they drag you downstairs. Lovely. So you spot her, but no. Um, how How did Gartok do? Only two. Damn these four. Only two. That's enough because you're already in the VIP. So yeah, you spot a uh, Kiko uh, sliding into a booth with a 
kind of a uh, handsome looking elf. Uh, you do notice he's kind of wearing an Underworld 93 t-shirt, though. Uh, did Gray want to check to see if he noticed? I had my mic muted. Uh, I got two successes. Okay, yeah, you noticed as well. Uh, but you and Gartok noticed each, uh, exactly standing next to each other noticed. I will kind of make my way over there. Okay, and... is Gartok moving fast or slow? <laughs> well, Gartok's going to go to the bar, and because Gartok okay. is wearing his little helmet, it has to like sound filter, and he's going to eavesdrop. Nice. Cool. <laughs> Good job. All right, and Gray, you were moving over? Yeah, I, I guess um, I don't know how the, all the tables are arranged, but um, pretty much they're kind of like it, it's basically walkways where there are booths that are along the wall itself, mm-hmm. and then there's the walkway, and then there's the railing. All right, then I'll sit, stand at the railing opposite of the booth. Okay, that is literally like three feet away from the booth. Yes, I'm aware. Okay, all right. <laughs> so you basically stand uh, stand there. Uh, he's like, if he was well, I'm uh, like looking out, looking out over the. Uh, yeah, but you kind of stand out a little bit as looking like her. That's fine. Oh yeah, okay. you do. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Is he with you? She, he says, as you uh, both can arrive. I'm here by myself, actually, right now. <sighs> well, I doubt that, because uh, I know that Foley is looking for some hired muscle. And I know he sent a message to somebody at the door for people who look the type. Then you would be one intelligent man. How can I help you? So more how can I help you? I know things around here. I'm pretty much on the floor. My name's Tellen, by the way. I can tell you whatever you need to know. Might help you out. I will give you a little bit of free information, though. Hmm. Be careful with Max. He's slime, but he's smart when he wants to be. I see. <clears throat> so uh, he kind of pull at this point pulls out a comlink, mm-hmm. uh, and you kind of can get a glance at it. It basically is ready to accept credit stick payments uh, in units of fifty. Okay. <clears throat> Well, what can you tell me about um, this uh, last manager? Armando? Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, he taps the cum link. She slides in 200. Okay. He was a pretty good track record as a manager. She's had some hot bands, but once Marie's career took off, he gave the rest of his acts to the other agents and pretty much worked her for looser. Man, she's Nova Hot, Summer. Hernando's, he's a pretty good guy, I guess. Quiet, unless he's putting on the act of getting a contract signed. He can come on pretty strong. He's Hispanic, you know? I think he might have moved here from Aslan a while back, and he still does that uh, machimos, machis, ma- macho thing if someone tries to push him around. I gotta say, I don't know what he did to lose his deal with Maria. Maybe he just couldn't do enough for her career. Her new manager, Foley, like I said, he's a sleazebag, but he's got the right connections to hype a top act the way it ought to be. I did hear some rumble on the street that Hernandez was taking it pretty hard. Maria leaving to work for Foley, I mean, maybe that he was going to try and do something about it, run with some shadows in on them, you know? Right. Nunion to Nutrisol, that's what Foley wants to talk to you chummers about after all. I see. 
What is your take on all of this? In terms of uh, them being uh, hurt and, or being in danger and shit? Yeah. I don't know. I've seen fully around her a few times. I mean, hell, Marie's first set was right here in this club three years ago. You know, Hernandez was her agent then, and he basically camped in Murdoch's office waiting room for a week trying to get him to listen to an audition. But wow, man, when Sydney heard her sing, that was all it took. He booked her for an open contract for as long as she wanted to stay. Six weeks later, she's got a first recording contract, and the rest, they like to say, is history. But, you know, she never forgets her friends. Like you could see tonight, she could pull down a direct load of money playing the Dome or some other big hall. But she comes to Saturn and plays one place, and that's the underworld. That's class, Chummer. But, I don't know. I mean, I heard rumors of Hernandez, you know, being kind of violent about things, but I don't know if I believe them. I mean, he doesn't seem like that type of guy. You sure about that? <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, I never knew him personally, but he's been coming here for years, and Murdoch's never had anything bad to say about him. Nothing ever got underneath his skin well enough that he would strike out with a punch or... You know, maybe a hit or something? No, no, nothing physical. He, he'd huff up and puff up. You know how they get, you know, just, you know, oh, you're threatening me kind of bullshit like that. But, yeah, Hernandez was kind of a pussycat, you know. He just liked to act big. So why, so, then I'm confused. What was the reason for the switch, then? What, from Hernandez to Foley? Yeah. Chummer, you got me. I have no idea. You'd have to ask the lady herself. If there wasn't any issues as far as anger or anything, and he wouldn't cause her any issues. Look, I mean, <laughs> there are rumors that, like, they had a thing, you know, that maybe Hernandez and, him, you know, the Silver Queen was, you know, a little more. So, I don't know. Could be a lover's spat. Are you thinking maybe this is a way to make him jealous? Or she just tired of him? <laughs> lady. That lady makes any man jealous of any guy she's with. Well, I agree with that, but why go with but why go with the other one? Do you see what I'm saying? <sighs> Foley knows business better than most. I mean, he's a jerk, but he's found some hot bands and has helped make it big. You know, I, I grant after a few years, they usually split and find another manager. He usually pulls some direct that pisses them off. I've seen a few of them explode here. Still, Foley's one of the best in the business, no question. If he's looking to sign you on, hit him for all the onion you can. He ought to be rolling it. Dude knows what it takes to put on a big act. And Maria's as big as they get nowadays. Oh, I agree. I agree. I appreciate it. Sure, sure. Um, she, for the information, she passes him, um, another two hundred. Um, nice. looks to looks to Gray. Um, <laughs> does Real fast for your uh, generosity and tipping him higher than the fifty he was expecting per question. Mm -hmm. Uh, go ahead and add Telen. 
a uh, Underworld 93 bartender as a level 1 loyalty contact. Nice. Uh, connection rating 2. Talon? Yeah. T-E-L-L-I-N. Okay. So as you kind of uh, uh, fade up, he's like, I appreciate the, uh, the tip, lady. No problem. If you ever need to know something else, give me a call. And he slipped you his contact info. Okay. Um, and, uh, definitely she's looking at Gray for the moment. Gray will turn around. Relin, after their, uh, conversation is concluded, does Telling get up and leave? He does, unless you guys invite him to stay. I'm not inviting him, unless Kiko wants to. Nah, Kiko doesn't. Uh, Gray will sit down opposite her. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, what do you think this angle is about? The guy's just paranoid? I don't, there's more to it. There's got to be. If it's not a, lore, uh, a lover's spat, then I hate to say it, the girl may be up to something. It doesn't make any sense why you would leave if if she's as loyal as they as he says that she is. Why would she leave someone who helped her start off in the business? Well, if she was sure this new person could uh, elevate her career, I don't see why she wouldn't take the opportunity. Yeah, but like he said, she always plays here. She doesn't play anywhere else. And that shows hardcore loyalty. So why wouldn't she grant that as well to the first one that she came across? You see what I'm saying? Mm. It just, yeah. there's, the, the pieces are not matching up. Especially if we've come across where his anger is uh, quite an issue. But yet this one is saying, no, it's not an issue. He's a pussycat. Uh, that, that just doesn't make sense to me. All right. Well, let's see at this uh, 2 o'clock meeting what's going on. I agree. Okay. So, what do you guys else want to do? I would like to... Uh, go over to one of the people who are staring mesmerized at the weird statue thing Mm -hmm. and try to engage them. Okay. Well, let me see if anybody else wants to do something first and chat a little bit earlier. Sure. Uh, And Dave Midas? Well, while drinking and eavesdropping on the conversation, uh, Gartog, while drinking, is probably going to now try to do a more in-depth search about the recent history of Maria Mercurial. Okay. Okay, go ahead and give me a matrix search check. Anything you're particularly looking for besides just recent history? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Uh, let's see if we can narrow this down. Uh, I guess her recent history, uh, I guess about one of the possible rumors that it may be a lower spat. To see her recent history with uh, Mr. whatever his name was. The previous boss, or the previous manager. Okay. Basically, cross-referencing her and him. 
Sure thing. Give me just one second. Right, go ahead and roll while I'm looking something up. On dice. Hoping for five successes, but I guess I'll take four. Okay. I'm seeing something might be related. I'm fucking not seeing it, so. Okay, okay. Um, yes. So, four successes, you said? Yes. Okay, so. Um, you find a few articles here and there talk, uh, kind of mentioning the sudden strange departure, uh, kind of Foley's announcement that, uh, he should be taking over, uh, Marie's contract sometime in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you actually find out that apparently the contract with, uh, uh, with Hernandez from, uh, uh Maria is, actually doesn't, hasn't ended yet. It actually ends in about five days on a, on let's say every Saturday, so Thursday. So technically, she's still under contact uh, under contract with uh, uh, Hernandez. Um, mostly, the different things going to talk about the kind of upcoming things, the continuation of the uh, you know album kind of sales, and you know what might be coming next. Uh, some interesting article about her solo work, that type of thing. Can I try to look more depth into that contract? Okay, that might actually require a little bit more than just a uh, general search. That might actually require a little hacking into systems, uh, that type of thing. Well, never because then have to yeah. side with him. That said, let's see if this whole thing will transfer to you. So I just shot you a. A uh, magazine article that you find uh, from her from uh, last month, actually back in February. Well, can he can you look at least to try to possibly compare her old contract with a new one to see if this was like motivated by money? The new contract hasn't been uh, published. It won't be published until the uh, day the old contract expires. Which, of course, would be hacking to figure out what that is. Yep. Damn it. Probably have to hack Foley's system to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you will be meeting with him soon, and I mean, you'll be near his comm link. Yeah, but I don't have you didn't have his deck with him. Deck's in the car. Uh, you don't have a deck you can wear. That's weird. Well, honestly, Gartog doesn't let a lot of people know he's a decker. Fair enough. Keep up his street cred. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't have a deck. Can't deck. be a can't be a nerdy uh, well, uh, ganger. What's what's the range on a DNI though? Uh, direct neural interface? Yeah. That's a cord. Well, but I mean wireless, though. Oh, you mean like between a deck and you? That's like close, like personal area network. That's like maybe a few centimeters from you. Oh, so obviously he cannot access his deck in the car. Yeah. As awesome as that would be. Uh, no. <laughs> so... Cool. Uh, James, are you doing anything? Well, I was carried away by a bunch of people downstairs. Yeah, by this time you've kind of caught up a little bit. Uh, you could head back upstairs if you want, or do anything if you want. You do see Mr. Gray coming down. 
Um, James is going to walk up to Mr. Gray. Or over to Mr. Gray, I should say. Is Kiko all right? Kiko's fine. Good. Kind of got dragged down the stairs there as she was doing her thing. Enjoying herself. Repeat that, sorry. He asked, are you enjoying yourself? Oh, getting carried down the stairs was definitely not what I had in mind. Hmm. Well, have you seen anything strange? Nothing really out of the ordinary. Have you? Well, I'm going to go investigate uh, and see why those folks over there are staring so fixatedly at the uh, statue over there. You kind of look over and you see this kind of weird figure that's glowy and kind of shooting lasers out of its eyes that there's like a small crowd of people just staring at. Okay. Um... James, a little intrigued, wants to take a closer look. Okay, so you guys both head over there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, so they're just kind of glowing. You had mentioned, Gray, that you were trying to engage somebody? Yep. One okay, of the, what do you want to do? One of the people who are, you know... I'm going to accidentally bump into one of them. Okay. Probably one of them who is holding a drink or something. Cool. Are you trying to get attention, or are you just trying to break their concentration? Uh, I'm trying to get their attention. Roll me an etiquette check. Alright. This is where I may be a Viking. Uh, etiquette. Any uh, street and or club specializations apply. No skill in etiquette. No, wait, I do have skill. All right. How does Mr. Gray not have the etiquette skill? <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say. I was looking in the wrong one. Uh, so it's etiquette plus charisma? Yep. Plus your bonus. Plus my bonus, which is all the dice everywhere in the whole universe. be awesome if I got all the successes in the whole freaking universe. Is that a glitch? No, it is not a glitch. I got three successes. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to have this guy kind of roll his etiquette plus charisma. See if he uh, gets noticed as you and how he takes it. Uh, yeah, he's like, hey, what are you doing, buddy? As oh. he kind of just stumbles and nearly drops a drink, but doesn't quite. Sorry about that. Uh, I was uh, trying to figure out what that thing is. That's dude, man. That's the beast. The beast. Freaking, uh, yeah, man. Murdoch freaking. Uh, just he considers it the mascot of the underworld. What I mean is it 
just another screen? I don't understand what is it Dude, supposed to do. I, I, I don't even know, man. He never wants to tell anybody about it. He just kind of, like, I've, I've heard him mention a few times that, you know, it's just it's his thing, you know, it's it, it's the mascot of the club, and he just kind of laughs it off. He never wants to tell anybody about what his little private joke means. I see. But do you see the? Do you see like the words in it, man? Yeah, I kind of noticed that earlier. What? What is? What are the words for? Dude, I don't know. I, I I can never look at it well enough. I I, don't know, I guess my eyes aren't sharp enough. But dude, I don't know. I just I think it says some cool stuff. I bet. So you can make another perception check if you want to try to look at those. Uh, James, you can too if you want. James, since you're close enough to hear him talking. James is gonna do that. Two successes this time. Sweet, four successes. Okay, so you guys kind of both get a good look at it. Uh, you start seeing words like question authority, uh, love is the law, uh, just different kind of like, uh, kind of you know neo anarchist kind of statements here and there, uh, coming off the statue. Okay. Yeah. So it's I don't know it seems to have these kind of subliminal kind of messages that kind of uh, keep going on here and there. You do notice a few people who kind of go away from the statue are kind of a little bit more edgy than they first were when they came up to it. Uh, I'm going to see... Try to act, I'm, blah, 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 words. I'm going to activate my second sight to see if there's anything else weird with this. Mm-hmm. You don't say anything. It's not magical in any way. Okay. I'll resume my regular vision thingy. Cool. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Can't no, be too sure. Ten meter high, bald, bullet-headed figure. Yeah, it's worth checking. <laughs> <laughs> worth checking. I, I could see why you would do that. Yep. So cool. Um, all right. So you guys are continuing to enjoy the show, going back and forth, having drinks. Uh... Do you guys want to do anything else specific before the uh, the first set ends around one fifty or early one forty? No, I think um, that's my investigation tap. Is uh, Kiko the only one up in the VIP? No, uh, no Gartok's up there still. Okay. Um, Drinking and seemingly staring off into space. <laughs> Can I go up and put a hand on his shoulder? He's still with us. Yeah, yeah, I'm still with you. Just you're, not, you're not too drunk, huh? No, I thought I would be, but I uh, might have found something interesting. Yeah? Yeah, uh, apparently uh, our uh, little singer doll might have been a might have been a chipper. Interesting. Yeah, you're uh, uh, just off screen. Uh, might have downloaded an article, which he did download the video of and apparently watched. Uh, your successes do come back. Yeah, it does seem like she's uh definitely knows the right lingo and right slang for that particular flavor. Okay, that would have definitely landed her in a hot spot if uh, she got addicted. Well, I mean, apparently it, it looks more like she was. I don't know if she. I don't know if she still is or not. But you know. Uh, but All if right. she got back on the stuff, though, I mean, that could definitely cause a problem with, uh, especially if, uh, you know, she had some, yeah, I mean, if you were a manager and your hit star started hitting the chips again. Right. Hmm. Gotcha. 
Just be ready for two o'clock, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I will be. All right. I've had. He tries to look at his fingers, uh, and he raises a second hand. <laughs> yeah, I've only had nice. some drinks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, anything else anybody wants to specifically do before the uh, meet? Mm-mm. Cool. Okay, then in that case, uh, around 2 o'clock, you guys start heading downstairs and start moving your way to the backstage door. So, at that point, we are going to take a break uh, and then come back and do part two of the session. Yay! Sound good? Woot yeah. woot! Looks like the meat's right about to go down. With the words from Helen and some of the people at the club, it sounds like things aren't exactly what they seem. But let's see how the gang can handle Foley and if they can impress the producer or if they're going to be left without a job. Things are brewing, and Miss Marie's role on the stage, well, that's just getting more excited by the minute. Stay tuned for part two, gang. Things are just getting more and more excited by the minute. This work is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported License. That means you can share it, you can even cut it up, but you have to add a label for all the bits within, including the licenses from the following artist. This week we're following the artist Sophia Maria and the album, Twist It. The intro music is Under Your Spell, and the outro is Losing Control. The album is available from Magnitude.com. Potato, potato. Tomato, tomato. Grenade, obvious threat. Please don't question me. <laughs>